There must be like, you must be able to find words I mean. of him going, that's the one. This could end. I mean. <laughs> yeah. This shit is incredible tonight. <laughs> How do we let him get away with all this? <laughs> For years. Honestly. He's like a... <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, that was legendary. Yeah, his little pull up was legendary. <laughs> Could and terribly. Episode forty one. Welcome back to this could end terribly. You have your hosts for yes. the evening. Yes, man, like Abiade, me, man, like Johnny Vivaz. Hello, that's him, and we are saying. A very warm welcome back to yes. a man like Josh Kaplan from yes. the Jewish Chronicle. He's out here on these streets. He's outside. Yes. He sure missed on. us. You missed him. We made it happen. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Happy back to be here. to the home of grime. Amen. Uh, how are you, gentlemen? Who wants to take on that question first? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, you know, I think realistically... Anything we say is just going to get cut short by Johnny gassing about his holiday mm. yet again. Because last inevitable. time I was here, yeah. he was gassing about a different holiday. So Johnny, yeah. do you want to just do you want to just do it so we can get it get it done? Yeah. So that's do we want to jump in? It's the content that people are waiting for. So I guess the short answer to the question "How are you?" is mm. fantastic. It's relaxed. But you're going to go into why. But before you do that, mm. shout out. To our Spotify listeners, yes. our Apple podcast listeners, yes. our Amazon music listeners, yes. our SoundCloud listeners, yes. and our YouTube listeners. Nasty people. Something I didn't tell you. Oh. I did the uh, the stream count yesterday. Oh, okay. All oh, gone. Shout out all of our listeners, our para-social relationships out yes. there. You took us to 30,000 plus streams across <laughs> all platforms. Big up us. Bay. B. doesn't sound much. like a lot doesn't sound like a lot does it but we don't do any fucking promotion except what you see on an instagram every yes. other week um so the, word of, so the word of mouth and all of that you sending it around getting Thank your you. people to follow and all the people who send us love you are uh you're helping us build something beautiful here amen to you with me and my friends yes um so love to you guys thought i'd get through with that before we allowed you to occupy the stage for hopefully not very long uh johnny has been on holiday. Yes. And if you've been following him, similar to his US trip, when was that again? November. November of last year. You take a lot of holidays. Um, <laughs> no, you take too many. I haven't been away for five months. No, it's, oh, okay. Oh, five I mean, months. That's a very insensitive thing to say during a cost of living crisis. And a okay, pandemic. No. Oh my God. I mean, Ryanair's cheap. It's not my problem. Okay. Ryanair well. fly to Brazil, do they? <laughs> wasn't the point I was getting at. <laughs> Still go France if you wish. Um, like some man. He did a bit. Yeah, I mean, I was outside. Uh, yeah. Try to fire shots at me. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I got to Wesley. How was your, how was your I got, holiday, I got, to, Rich? I got to Wesley to, Snipes levels of darkness at you, one point. Oh, you went to, hold on. And it felt beautiful. You went to Nice, didn't you? Uh, I did. One of the most expensive parts of Europe. Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. no, no, bruv. If Very you see some... primo ends. No, it's right not next true. to Cannes, Saint Tropez, Dem ends. It's Monaco adjacent. Yeah, well, it's, it's Monaco Cote adjacent. Cote It's Monaco adjacent. Oh, we, and we went to Monaco. Fire shots. We went to Monaco for a day. Oh, you did? Terrible. In this, in I this, was always pretty dead. I terrible. Went a in a... Horrible. Yeah, Just... it, the whole vibe is like really leathery, old, fat French yes, dudes. Yes, yes. Mm. And, the, and they're like... Russian women of like inappropriate age. Yeah, I just feel like I'm a spectator at like an aquarium 
and there are just these expensive fish <laughs> they're just getting on with their lives and i'm like that mm. looks cool mm. i couldn't do that mm. let me move on to a place that doesn't charge me 35 pounds mm. for a sandwich mm. you know what i mean and in this economy you had disposable income to visit there yeah i've oh. been saving i've been okay. saving i've been saving right, and that's going to be my only holiday for the rest of this year johnny i okay. don't take one every four months uh, we'll fact check that in a minute so yeah um that little bit at the top of when you go off the sort of f1 circuit okay you go up yeah that's nice it's that's ish, a bit nice, nice. yeah i've not been but so i'm just monaco saying, is, taking your monaco is it. dead and nice is not expensive you go to like these really nice italian owned restaurants i think and stuff. i caught one here i think i've no, no, I'm just letting people know it's a nice place to go. You should no, go I to mean, Nice. I mean, I can vouch for that. I, nice. I find Nice very reasonable. Yeah, yeah it's very reasonable. Um, you, however, um, spent a couple of weeks yes. uh, traveling through South America, which doesn't sound very cheap. Through is a strong um, word. I think anybody who saw you on Instagram as you documented the whole trip mm. might have seen you rock back in your chair to full flat back and then uh, on a business class flight or something like that. No, was, not me. No, I think it was you. That wasn't me. I think it was you. I flew, uh, I, I flew premium. Economy, mm. um, but definitely economy. Certainly That's a shag, isn't it? Premium economy. What does that mean? Uh, it's basically a slightly better seat than the proper peasants. Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, it is. Is it? Yeah, having spent nearly 24 hours on two flights, it's definitely, definitely worth the £200 upgrade. With no Wi-Fi. No oh. Wi-Fi both ways. Yeah, a lot of moaning about that. I did see a lot of moaning about that. You saw two Instagram posts. You both need to relax. I mean, how, how, many, how many flights did you take? Four in total. But anyway, actually, there wasn't, there wasn't any Wi-Fi on all four flights. That's wow. not the point. How did you, how did you live? Uh, I watched the entire season of Top Boy what back to front. You watched it? Never. No. Very good. No interest. No, I mean I, I'm gonna get around to it. Yeah, it's like the Wire. It. It's like the Sopranos. I'll it's do it. It's much better than the Wire. It's much better than the Wire. I'm sorry. It's better than the Wire. I'm sorry. It's better than the Wire. Drake I didn't, didn't executive. Oh, uh, you say things that make me question our friendship. I didn't grow up in Baltimore. I did grow up going to Ridley Road Market every Saturday. So you can't watch the new season of Top Boy and think that that's fucking relatable, bro. They I shot mean, half of it down the bloody canal around the corner from where I live right now. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's at Hackney Marshes where no, I kick ball. Nobody is living like that around here. Yeah, not anymore. Well, not we anymore. used to. Well, back in the day. Hackney <laughs> Fox the day. and them, them, man. Back We're in about. the day. We're back. But not anymore, Johnny. No, no, no. It's nostalgic. Johnny just said that Top Boy... Have you watched The Wire? Josh, man, fucking, fucking <laughs> can you watch something? We actually, we're actually only allowed to watch Kirby Enthusiasm. It's okay. part of the bar mitzvah Seinfeld contract. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all, all of them, man. Yeah. You say bar mitzvah contract. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Rich is uncomfortably outnumbered again. No, no, no. I'm, I'm coming for you guys. Don't you worry. There's been some very Jew heavy topics in okay. the last couple of weeks. Excellent. That I want to get your opinion on. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Brazil was very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, it's a beautiful country. I was immediately perplexed as to why people don't walk up escalators. Okay. And then I looked up and saw the view in front of me. Uh, yeah. I understand why people don't walk up escalators oh, in Brazil. Ah, no. uh, you made it misogynistic. I did. Yeah. I did. Mm. Well, you don't know what ass I was looking at. That's on you. Mm. Yeah, that is true. How dare you assume... You could be an equal opportunities pervert. My viewpoint. You're <laughs> still objectifying, so you do your thing. Could be. Could mm. be. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Carnival is the maddest experience of my life. Okay. Uh, Thanks for that call. Spiritual experience. Yes. Yeah, I FaceTimed you. Got to give you a little view. I was on my way to work. Yeah. 7.30 in the morning. Pretty depressing that, isn't it? And he called me. What was it? Three o'clock in the morning there? Something like that, yeah. Uh, Something like and that. he was like, I don't, Yo, want, to talk, I don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I just I want you to watch. You. <laughs> so he started off all happy. And then I think he got closer to his tube station. He was like, 
Yeah, nah. This guy's actually... I think I showed you the road. <laughs> yeah. I, I, sh- I showed you Bo Road. <laughs> like, this is what I'm looking at right now. I was now. like, that also, Greg, looks, probably a bit, that also looks lit. It was horrible. <laughs> that also looks cool. It was cold as well. I was I was angry. It was very warm. Yeah. It was very warm in the Samba Drum. Oh, blessed. So blessed. So I went to this party called Nosa Camaroche. So Camaroche just means cabin in Portuguese. And so at the Samba Drome, which is like a 10,000-seater stadium, uh, arranged in two stands down a kilometer stretch of road, there are different sections per party company and we were very lucky through a hookup to get invited to like the number one primo vip party company uh which is half owned by a woman who's like the number one club promoter in brazil half owned by ronaldo nazario el fenomeno oh um, the goat and so it is basically the primo spot if you go to carnival and so we turned up uh we had to go through all kinds of id checks at the uh fairmont hotel get like some accreditation special t-shirt and whatnot turned up open bar Everyone's having it, having it, having it. And then like the Brazilian Ariana Grande walks in, <laughs> right? And there's just like all kinds. Is that your Tim Westwood soundboard? Yeah. Are you running that early? Yeah. Do you want to do that again? Crazy. It, yeah, it was. It was crazy. Uh, Does the Brazilian Ariana Grande have a name? I, I did not find it out. Right. Okay. Or, I th- or I've forgotten it. Either way, I don't have that information available to me. I mean. She's very, very nice to look at, however. Am I throwing you off? Uh, she's throwing me off. And then, like, I like accidentally shoulder charged the guy. about six foot five. Uh, and then he kind of looked at me. Wait, whoa. You, you, you were just saying that everybody in Brazil is short. Except this guy. You didn't shoulder charge. You didn't shoulder charge I did. I turned around and six gave, foot five. I gave it to him. You didn't. Uh, on the shoulder. So you shoulder charged someone who's a foot taller than you. A whole foot and a half taller than me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and turns out that he was actually the winner of Big Brother. Big Brother is still a thing in Brazil. It has seven dedicated wow, channels. It's, it's coming back the, here, bro. It's coming back here. Is it coming back? It, they announced it's coming Shit. back here. Uh, and then uh, shibs in, shibs in, shibs in. Parades go past. Da, 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 look around the corner. Ronaldinho's in at the booth. Oof. Wow. The second goat. A-listing. Well, A-listing. Well, he's not my second Did you ever work with him for what he did to the boys in Korea? Absolutely not. Well, no, I, I was far too rattled to approach him. I thought he wasn't allowed to leave. Like, what did he get caught? Did he, he got get caught, caught in Paraguay. Yeah. He was in jail. He'd done his time. Oh shit! Because of a fake passport or some shit. Some weird shit. Why yeah. has he got a fake passport? Trying to be incognito, but it's hard to hide with them teeth. Mad. Yeah. Hard to hide with how, them teeth. How are them teeth in real life? Because they look horsey. Mad. Yeah, they're not small. Yeah. They're not small. I mean, you could like. There's some guys, some celebrities. You see, like, is that him? Is that? You can definitely tell it's Ronaldinho. Like yeah, yeah. You can see him quite clearly. Um, Was he still wearing like the um, like the, the Jamaican the headband? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, had that. So he had about six, Jamaican. approximately six to seven Wham security guards and equal number young, equal number young blonde girls hey. around him. Nice. Uh, it was very much what a life. very much like when I saw uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Sean Penn in Club Live in Miami. Mm. Similar security to young blonde ratio. Uh, it's maybe the A list uh, ratio of choice. Mm. Brazil is beautiful. It's like the most green country I've ever seen in my life. There's a rainforest. We did all the waterfall stuff. Um, Johnny went to Christ the Redeemer. Um, had to put a yamaka on so I didn't go up in flames. Johnny. Mm-hmm. Uh, did uh, Christ, uh, Christ of Redeemer did Sugarloaf Mountain, very lit. Most spiritual of all, Johnny. went to watch a match at the Maracanã Stadium. Cool. That was, what, what? How many cheeks were clapped? Great question. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of cheeks clapped during the week of carnival. How many? They say it's actually a phenomenon. In the favelas, they say there's a population Johnny. boom every November because it's nine months after the standard Johnny. day of carnival. So is there going to be uh, Pequeno Vivas running around in, in, in November? Uh, no, because the carnival was in April this year. Right, right, right. 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 So we've answered the question. Let's I'm not going to have 
this hooligan come back from Brazil and give me all this talk about how spiritual it was. It was very spiritual. Connected with nature. I made friends with people. Johnny, how many cheeks were clapped? I'm, Brazil's, uh, they're very friendly people, very uh, spiritual people. Uh, I'm sure many cheeks were clapped during during the week. Mm. Uh, and there's a lot of beautiful people. It doesn't surprise me that they, uh, they, they got to a lot of nasty stuff between them. Okay. And then you went to what was the what was the route you did Argentina first? No, we went to Brazil for five days, then and you then went, went down to Buenos yeah. Aires. Yeah, dead, don't go. Um, yeah, you uh, you dedicated another whole post. Yeah. to shitting on a country, which I <laughs> yeah, thought yeah. was just, which I thought was incredible. Probably, yeah. So there's a reason I don't have any Argentinian friends. It's also <laughs> probably the closest to a Tory I've ever been. Like I was kind of like I. Well, under- other than working for a bank. Well, in, other than working. <laughs> Says the, form, says, says the quite literal former Pretty Patel no, no, employee. Don't, don't, you you don't caught a big one. You caught no, a big you, one. You caught me. It's yeah. fine. You can have it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I understand why these men went to war. Like, even if even even if I didn't care about the Falklands, uh, I'm now like. It's the closest thing to feeling British that I've ever felt wow. in hating the Argentines. This is mad chat, mate. Argentine people here are quite nice. They're quite nice. But like, it was just like, it's such... It basically, I went there expecting something like... Because they kind of could see themselves culturally as like aloof and superior to the rest of us filthy spicks, right? Um, and so, <laughs> like, they think that they Inferiority complex to me, but carry on. Welcome to being Latin American. But um, they kind of see themselves like superior, like quasi-European. I mean, half of their grandfathers stood on SS Waffen tanks like in the Second World War mm. and half of them were Italian fascists. And that's why they've ended up in Argentina. But they kind of got this like, cultural superiority. And uh, so I kind of like went thinking like, okay, if you're going to be dickheads and maybe you are a little bit more developed than the rest of a very yeah, dysfunctional yeah. continent. Fair it turns assumption. out it's got all of the kind of like aesthetic charm of a mid-tier European city, but with still what, like all... A, like a Prague... Probably not as pretty as a Prague. Not as pretty no, as Prague. It's like, like a Budapest? It's, it's, no, but it's like a Western Europe because they're all Italian or French. Basically, half of it was designed to look like Paris because right. it's like an obelisk in the middle of town. It's like a B-grade French or Italian city with all the dysfunction of a Latin American one. Like right? a Naples or a, or a I think Milan. That, I think there's like a charm to a Napolitano dysfunction sure. or a Bergamo dysfunction, right? And but no charm to Argentinian dysfunction. Absolutely none at all. Absolutely none at all. Like I might as well have been in Caracas. At least it would have been cheaper. Crazy proper uh so like so, so so many stupid things like like you go and uh like the exchange rate that you get like get, getting cash out in the bando is twice as good as using your card which means if you actually if you accidentally pay for anything by your card you get uh, fucked you're basically paying london prices yeah in, in a totally fucked economy um if you want to buy anything before 12 o'clock they won't serve you uh if you want a mocha even though they do chocolate and uh, hot chocolate and coffee they won't make you a mocha yeah but you know what no one likes people that go off menu and they're not yeah the don't be that guy just stick to I the mean, menu I feel I like I hate people like you who go to other people's countries and just flex yeah pick from the menu yeah I feel like a mocha is firstly not an unreasonable thing to ask for but, but, is, it, but is it on the menu secondly in Spanish like it wasn't like I was asking them in English or mm. as a yank kind of feel like I'd done my bit to uh, earn some cultural affinity so anyway are you, are you going to play a sound? Or? Look, you do your thing. I'm, yeah, I, no, I I'm control just, the soundboard. Listen, here, okay? I'm just saying. Just I'm just saying. Like, Don't I, anticipate it. My went, timing is on point. I okay? went to South America expecting to find a better country than Venezuela. I've come back and I've not found a better country than Venezuela. Uh, I'm a Venezuelan nationalist. Famously functional. Venezuela. Famously functional. Uh, very good coffee. <laughs> yeah. um, and you can get a mocha if you want because like, we're nice and easy people. But Brazil was very nice, beautiful. Actually, the major takeaway from the holiday was that speaking Spanish in Brazil, totally fucking useless. They, they do not speak I don't, any I don't sound like a dicker, but 
They speak Portuguese. They speak Portuguese. Uh, would, but if you go to if you go you, to Lisbon and speak Spanish, that's like saying like, oh, actually, uh, coming to London speaking French doesn't really work. <laughs> no, but they don't. The English French don't say? sound like. If you go to Lisbon speaking Spanish or to Rome speaking Spanish, people can't understand. They can understand, and then they can reply to you in their language, and then you can figure it out. If you speak to like a cabbie in Rio in Spanish, totally baffed, right? Well, and it's because the accent as well as the grammar is so different that to them it just sounds baffed, right? Well, so like thank the, God that you're an amazing linguist. I just thank right? God I'm an amazing yeah. linguist. Like the address that I was staying yeah. at. In, in, in Spanish, you would say, 1700, uh, Rua Prudente de Moraes, con la esquina um, de Avenida de Enrique Dumont, right? That's in Spanish. In Brazilian Portuguese, it sounds something like, 1700, Rua Prudente de Moraes, con la esquina de Enrique Dumont. It's totally different. They don't understand a fucking word you're it's saying. It's a different language, Johnny. Basically, <laughs> in Portugal, you can get away with it. In Brazil, you can't. So I had to learn Portuguese in a few days. That had I known that this would be a language lesson, I may not have come. <laughs> because I, like, I, I ignore my Duolingo uh, notifications for a reason. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm what are you a, trying to learn? A pastiche on the, the aggressive uh, owl. We're trying to learn Hebrew so I can speak to my grandma. Because yeah, I went to yeah. visit her and like, we just had this like dead situation where I had to just put like the Google Translate thing <laughs> on the table. Yeah. Are you saying you don't remember your bar mitzvah class of 2006? No, I mean, like, my biblical Hebrew is pretty on point, but like it, it, it's somewhat different uh, to like go in a restaurant and ask, ask for food Mate. compared to like telling what, you know, God told Moses in the desert. <laughs> Did God not least, tell Moses to get the fucking hummus? At least they've got Hebrew in Duolingo. Mate, try to speak to your 90 plus year old Nigerian grandmother. Yeah. Um, I actually don't have one of those. Can't be, yeah, no. <laughs> um, Soon come trying down. to lean on Duolingo for those languages is uh, even more of a myth. Is there no yeah. Yoruba in, in Duolingo? No, bruv. Oh, bleep. Yoruba is basically, you've basically just got to get like a tutor. Okay. Pretty much. You're going to invest yeah. in that. Nah, bruv. Life's too short. Anyway. <laughs> just culture. Any, gra any, any, Grandma's any, life is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, she won't be here for very long. Um, did I just say that out loud? Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm joking. Um, anything else you want to tell us about this holiday? Uh, it's a beautiful place. Uh, you should go. You should avoid Buenos Aires. Um, I don't know. I probably had some notes written down, that, but you're an anti-note guy, so I won't get them out. Um, but go, Rio's gorgeous. Go to Carnival. It's a once in a lifetime experience. There's so much to do around Rio. I'm going to go back. The girls can do kick-ups. The girls can do kick-ups. Yep. They've literally got worldies on the beach just playing foot volleyball. They're better than seven out of 10 men that kick ball down the marshes. Also significantly longer. Um, yeah. what's, the, what's the fake, the cosmetic surgery situation? Yeah, actually, like not... I watched a Vice documentary about <laughs> Miss Bum Bum from yeah, Brazil. Yeah. yeah. It was madness. They get to their, their sweet 16 and then they... Uh, yeah, genuinely... They get their presents. Yeah, genuinely not that prevalent. Honestly, not that prevalent. You don't Do you really think see... It's a, it's, a, it's a trend that's shifted away from prominence. I feel it's kind of like the thing where like, actually, most Turkish men have quite good hair, yet all men from South End go to Turkey But it's the home of the BBL. Plants. Much like Turkey is the home it of the hair transplant. It is one of the bees in yeah, the BBL. Literally. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should normalize the phrase Turkish hairlines. Um, but no. Bro, I was in Istanbul airport the other week. Bare dotted heads. Oh my Lord. Yeah, it's mad, <laughs> isn't it? It's ridiculous, Did you see all the man. TikToks, but you don't know if it's like actually oh, like Oh my that. Lord. Like, it's very mad. There was obviously a lads trip where that was the sole purpose. Yeah, Because yeah. they were just sat in a row in front of me. Like, I know a couple men have done four. it. I, I, and then they got it, off and they were walking through the, uh, the, how, the airport. How long is your hair like tapped for? Like, cause <sighs> a couple months. You can't get yeah, a couple months. Can't do anything yeah, yeah. with your head top. They gave Rob Holding a whole hamstring injury so that he could uh, get his <laughs> get his thing done. But welcome back. Thank you very much, Johnny. Glad to be home. Um, it sounded truly Go. amazing. Spiritual. Beautiful. Uh, I'm, Beautiful. I, I, I've not done South America yet at all. Uh, I actually do think it. the first place I will go will be Chile. Oh, so that's got, niche. Yeah, Why are you in Chile? I've got a good friend out there who I've been promising to, to go and see for like 15 years. Okay. 
Um, so I'll probably start there. Get some uh, earthquake insurance. I hear that's even more European than Argentina, though. Really? Yeah. Well, it can't be any less function- dysfunctional. So. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. Um, where do we want to start? We've got a few things we can talk about today. It's been a crazy week. Crazy. Oh, yeah, no. I should say this as well. Big up everybody who who tuned in and sent in really, really heartfelt, really lovely messages regarding episode 40, which was obviously yes. around mental health, depression, and the economy. Um, it's Mental Health Week uh, officially next week. I think Mental Health Awareness Week um, when this comes out. So if you haven't sent that to people who you think could benefit from it, please do. Um, I think it's got a bunch of gems in there. Um, shout out Ellie. Shout out Henry who joined yes. us. And yeah. Uh, we will shout hope. out you, man. Shout out us. I'm yeah, proud of that yeah, one, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It was proud really, of that. really dope. Quite it was powerful. really, really dope. A lot um, of feedback on it. So yeah, tune into that if you haven't. Send it to people who need to hear it if you haven't. Um, Amen. But as I said, we've got a few things to talk about this week. We could start with the local elections. We could go to America and speak about abortion rights. We could uh, talk about some funnier stories. By the way, no, no, I am going to start somewhere. I'm, I'm pissed off. Every, oh. every, all of you people who were like... You people? What do you mean by you people? Come on, bro. It's not even 20 minutes in. The uh, the alopecia community. Oh, yeah. Who said that Chris Rock was deserving of that slap. Okay. Did you guys see what happened to Dave Chappelle? Yeah, it's objectively yeah, got, funny. Yeah, quite good. Yeah, well, because Chris Rock came up and made a joke of it, which I appreciate. Which was amazing. What did he say? He was like, was that Will Smith? <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know what we're talking about, you probably do by now. Dave Chappelle was doing a show, Netflix is a joke, which is, a, I think it's a tour that he's doing, stand-up tour that he's doing. And a, and a guy who apparently had been making um, thinly veiled threats for years and years and years on Twitter, I think he even made a song, bit, a bit of a nutcase, it turns out, managed to find his way on the stage, uh, approach Dave with a weapon. I think it was... Um, it was a replica gun. A replica gun with yeah. a knife thing on it. You know okay. them old school Like a bayonet. Yeah, Tried one to of them bayonet things. Man. Like, but he tackled him, right? But he tackled him. Um, and it took about a second and a half before Dave's security stomped, and I mean, oh, stomped yeah. the shit. Did you see his arm? Yeah, oh, yeah the video I've never seen out. an arm like that, that unless it was in like a family, so a family Guy episode. Yeah, it shouldn't go that way. Like, it just <laughs> yeah, shouldn't yeah. go that way. He's his fully, head. He Eduardo'd his like shoulder socket. His face was <laughs> fucked up. But this is exactly what I was saying, man. Like, we're normalizing this bullshit now. Amen. People are going to be trying to do this stuff for clout. And if people like Dave are not safe, Man, this was is, it worth it? This Basically, is, what I'm saying is, Jada Smith, you fucker, look what you've done. No, the first, yeah. that, that's toxic, Kevin Samuels. You've got to calm down. But Shit. secondly, uh, I'm, this is just the furthering of the trend of people fucking around and finding out. And I'm, as I've expressed, I'm very pro fucking around man. and finding out. It didn't, did it? But it could have. Could have ended terribly. Could have. Didn't. And then what? I can't live my life like that. Well, it didn't end up terribly. I can't live my life like that. Mm. But he, he found out, for, and that's the cost of fucking around. Now, actually, people are less likely to do it because he got fucked up. But did you see the guy? Or at least rush, rush less threatening comedians. I don't know. I feel like if you're a nut job, you're going to do it regardless, right? Did you see the guys who tried to start a fight with Mike Tyson on the plane? Yeah, they, well, I they, mean, they, they, they fucked around I and they mean, very much found out. Like, <laughs> being on the receiving end of a Mike Tyson punch is genuinely one, yeah, of, yeah, one he, of life's worst outcomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's much fuck, worse. It's like, it doesn't get much That's worse. That's high level fucking around. It's like, oh, yeah. high level fucking really out. You can take a bigger L than that. And he had <laughs> multiple warnings to just yeah, leave yeah. the man alone. But at what point when you're, when you're staring at Mike Tyson, even if you don't know that he's a famous boxer, you see like a big dude with some face tattoos and you think, oh yeah, I'll, I'll fuck with him. I'll see, what, this see how guy, this is going to go. This guy looks like he's worth fucking around with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to find out. Um, and of course, if we're going through whistle stops of topics that have been going on in the last couple of weeks, this uh, Amber Heard, Johnny. By the way, why is this thing being filmed? Why? Why do we know. have access? So, uh, most 
so this is in state court in America, and most okay. state trials in America um, are filmed. It's like why you have the OJ. Even just like a Tom Dick Yeah, and yeah, Harry. just for, oh. they sold the TV rights. Well, they didn't sell the TV rights. <laughs> Basically, it's like, a, it's like a public transparency thing, right? So yeah. that's why the Derek Chauvin trial was, yeah. was filmed. It's why the OJ trial was filmed. It's why the Michael yeah. Jackson trial I thought trial they were just filmed. like high profile ones that got filmed. I didn't no, know no, so it's just... basically like you can go and watch like public access TV Real and like life some Judge shit hole. Yeah, part of America yeah, yeah. and just watch fucking whatever you it's want. great content. Yeah. I feel like they should, they should the be subscription service for this. the reason why there's like a thousand people streaming on YouTube is because it's free. The yeah. rights are free. Yeah. It's like a public information thing. Yeah. So anybody can just get a live stream, hook up to YouTube and know where you go. So Very jokes. do we think she's a psycho or do you think that they're both... Doesn't seem like the healthiest Slow dancing situation. in a burning room. I mean, she literally shat on the bed. She did shit on the bed. I do feel like, I do feel like people are kind of forgetting that all the nasty shit that he did that came out in the news last year is whilst horrendous, absolutely not. Well, how am I going to phrase this? Ooh, panda the panda. He's trying to edit himself. Let it out, Johnny. The rum is flowing. The rum has very much <laughs> been flowing. Um, we go live to men's rights activists. <laughs> <laughs> Basically like her shitting on a bed is not really the story. Like he's definitely a lot more sus in this than she is. Like, he, like, almost demonstrably smacked her around and shit, right? Did he? But, yeah. But this came also, out last like, year. We've was, all just forgotten about it. There were recordings where she also admitted to, like, hitting him yeah, and slapping him around. It's not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Basically, it, to me, it just sounds like a highly fucking dysfunctional shit show of a situation. Oh, agreed. And the reason Both why wrongins. Yeah, it's the reason why it's going viral now is because it's sort of, like, these perfect little viral moments, like her shit on the bed. Like, uh, her, her lawyer, lawyer being a dickhead. Who, yeah, like, objected to himself. That, that was, was quite funny. Maybe the funniest thing and I've seen this Johnny year. And then Johnny Depp's obviously, because he's quite a funny guy, like constantly parring her, <laughs> her lawyers. Um, he's still very much a wrong one. Like, I, I feel like his PR machine yeah, is proper on game because all like the TikTok memes and all these weird bot accounts have been like, oh, poor Johnny's having to deal with this idiot lawyer. How hard are they? What? No, like he's very sus. He's definitely smacked this woman around. Yeah, yeah. And also like, if you remember last year in the high court in this country, yeah. he was found. So basically he sued the son for libel because they said he was like a a wife beater mm. and he lost that case yep. because there was enough evidence that he was prove. definitely beating yeah. his wife. Yeah, exactly. Right. But she shot in the bed though. Yeah, she doesn't seem like a fucking saint. She's obviously... Imagine marrying somebody and finding out that that person is capable of shitting on a bed and blaming the dog. Some, I mean, I mean, like he might have been into it. He might have been I into it. I just think this is just sort of like rich people. Rich people <laughs> this is This is just an offshoot of like the Dubai Instagram girl who had to eat the dude's shit, right? This is like other trending topic of the week if we're doing drive-bys. Yeah. I think everyone's got a price, to be honest, with that kind of What's stuff. What's your price to eat shit in Dubai? No, I'm not eating shit in Dubai. What's your I... price to eat shit in Dubai? So I had a conversation with my mates. Name at... a price. At my mates at the pub last week about this, and one of my friends said she wouldn't do it for a billion without be. She would not wouldn't do eat it. shit for a billion. No, oh. And then my other mate said he'd do it for hundred k. So it's like you know we all exist in that spectrum. Right? <laughs> uh, on the topic of uh, on the topic of the word billion, I actually thought of this for both of you whilst I was on holiday. Oh, um, you nice. thought about us on holiday? Yeah, it's a trivia. It's, it's a trivia question. He's such a liar. It's a trivia question. In the seminal Outcast track, Miss Jackson. Uh -huh. oh, I better get this right. These are literally my gods. Uh, does Andre 3000 apologize a million, a billion, or a trillion times? I think it's, I think it's trillion. Trillion. It's trillion, Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was it. I mean, someone mentioned the word billion. So, I just thought. But a billion, um, no, I would obviously eat shit for yeah, a billion Yeah, but your quid. friends, I wouldn't trust that friend. She said she'd rather kill a man. She she'd rather what? kill a man. Rather kill a man. That's double sus. Yeah. No one, no one, no one offered her no, that no, alternative. No, <laughs> just very normal. 
Shout out her, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is her she principles co- are is just she, misaligned. Is she available, yeah, yeah, is she available to come on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like you have something. She wouldn't eat shit for a billion. She'd rather kill a person. Yeah, she'd What's rather... her price to kill someone? Well, I think presumably in the hypothetical, it's a billion, right? <laughs> Realistically, I would... I'm on record. I'm on no. record. I would eat shit for a billion quid well, if think, someone wants to offer it. Yeah. I mean, a, sorry, a billion with a B. Yeah. yeah. I would say like... I'd do it for a million. million. I'd probably do it for a million. You'd do it for... You'd, do it, you'd, eat, you'd eat a, I'd eat a human pound shit. coin size piece of shit for, for, a million. for 200k. 200 quid probably. <laughs> 200k. You, you would. Yeah, I'm doing it Everyone's got, Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it was like the size of a uh, 450 gram T-bone steak. I'm looking for a bit more than 200k. I reckon you'd do it for like seven, seven hundred and sixty k. That's good trading. I was going to make you a six eight market. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the problem with the Dubai one was for me a lot of it was a consistency issue. Um, it was very like two girls one cup consistency, and I think like, so she, that person didn't have like their, their kale and their. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, are your are your terms very yellow and very oh, liquid? Oh, that's God. that's like baby shit. Yeah, that's like baby. That's bro. so nasty. <laughs> Wasn't a vibe. Why are we talking about this? Um, good <laughs> luck to Amber and to Johnny. Um, I don't I don't really know what the desired outcome is of this. He's suing her for fifty million. Which he's probably already got. Probably should just settle this thing Doesn't so they can really. go 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 their Surprising separate ways. Though, yeah, I guess. Um, but I fear that he's yeah he's he's dug himself pretty deep, and I think the revelations to your point are going to be really really bad as 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 her side of the story continues because I think that's the side of the case that yeah. we're on now, right? And also, like no no one in this is covering themselves in glory. Yeah. Um, what was it? A two million person petition was signed to get her off uh, Aquaman two or something, and I think she's only in yeah, the for like five minutes. Yeah. Or some shit. I swear down, Jesus. You've got all the presumably the parts of the Caribbean stands yeah, that are yeah. rising up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The real like Davy Jones locker heads. I never watched that. I never watched Pirates. It's of just the one of those like, Disney films that no, just never. like you never watched it. No, that's my, that's dead chat. Wasn't my bag. That's. Definitely I love Johnny Depp, but chat. I'm still like watching Edward, Edward Scissorhands and shit. Like that's my that's my Johnny Depp. That's my kid. Would you dabble in a, so in a Willy boring. Wonka Johnny Depp? I liked Willy Wonka Johnny Depp, but it's not quite what's his what's his name? My man, the original, my, the OG. Yeah, my man. He's my guy. Yeah, yeah. That's the original king. is better. Mm. I agree. The Charlie looks less meaty as well. Um. So, when were you guys gonna tell me that Adolf Hitler was Jewish? Very good. When were you going to tell this? me that? How many, how I mean, you guys have been, you guys have been... It's a strike two. Um, this could end terribly sponsored by the Russian government. Yeah. <laughs> when, do, when were you guys going to tell us? Because you guys have been making us believe that this was some sort of... It's an internal conspiracy. Yeah. Like well, all the best ones. Like, yeah. Goes right to the how top. Did, how did that leak? Auschwitz was our 9-11. Just don't tell anyone. <laughs> 9-11 was also... <laughs> That's mad. 9-11 was also our 9-11, yeah. <laughs> Not really much to say on that. <laughs> On that Russian geezer who said that. Yeah, know. actually, what is I'm pe- still petrified of talking about Russians. What, like, so yeah. actually, I just what, want to move what, on. What was more damaging for the brand isn't that Sergei Lavrov said that because, like, you could be like, okay, he's obviously a dickhead. It was that Vladimir Putin actually apologized for it. Yeah. This guy that has essentially committed quasi genocide in Ukraine and hasn't apologized for that did apologize for a single Hitler inference. What do you call that? Guilt. Call that moral guilt. Power it's- of the Jewish lobby. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Yeah, buddy. That's what I was getting. At. What the fuck was that answer? That's uh, what I'm here uh, for. A little yeah. bit too enthusiastic. There. Yeah. A bit. <laughs> right. Should we get onto some uh, some serious let's topics? Get some, let's get on some non-anti-Semitic. Content. What do you want to start with? I'm giving you the choice. Is it porn MP? We're we doing porn MP. What? Porn MP. 
What's that one again? Oh yeah, when he was <laughs> We can get onto that. I think, let's let's do, so do, let's do UK. We'll do let's that, do, do UK down the, track. the elections. <laughs> let's do the elections and what it means. Very good. Um for the Tories, uh Labour and the Lib Dems, yeah. actually. And maybe we can yeah. work in the uh the, the porn gate yes. and all of that stuff. And my baby, my ginger baby ginger queen. Op- opening and closing her legs <laughs> to apparently put off yes. Boris Johnson. Wouldn't put it past her to be honest. She seems freaky deaky. Jesus. Um, where do you guys want to start with this? So obviously we had local elections in the UK um, this week. And in short, we have had quite a shitty day for the Conservatives. Um, Thank goodness. Man like Keir, big Keir, has told Johnny Vivas to suck my dick, bitch. Absolutely. That's <laughs> absolutely just, not No, that's, that's basically what's happened. It's not the take. And um, I don't really have the numbers here. I thought I had all of the notes down, but for some reason they've disappeared. But... Um, Labour was responsible for winning 159 seats or something like that. And the Tories lost something like 200. Am I right in saying I think that? They've lost, I think they've lost slightly more than that now because yeah. like more results coming out. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a great night for them. Um, I think the big thing was that Labour won in London. Yeah, um, Wandsworth. Wandsworth, Westminster. Uh, Barnet and Westminster. Crazy. Um, which I think all three of them have been pretty solidly Tory. Wandsworth, like famously for being super Tory, having the lowest council tax in the country. Mm. Um, Thatcher's borough. Yeah. Westminster's, Westminster's never been Labour, right? Is yeah. That, is that the yeah, one? Never. Yeah, very mad chat. Although I think like the main takeaway is that Keir Starmer was going to stay catching L's. Why do you keep saying that? Can, can, you, can you be fair? Can you be objective? Absolutely let's, not. Let's focus on his wins first before so we talk about Labour's, his Labour's, The L was the Durham thing I'm thinking you're talking about, right? So yeah, yeah he's going to get investigated. So let's talk about his wins first. But please. it's not really a win because his share, Labour's share of the vote hasn't actually increased. Stay the exact same since 2018. Explain that elections. for the listeners. Well, the share of the vote is the number of people, the percentage of the vo- voting populace that has voted Labour mm-hmm. hasn't changed since the 2018 local elections. Okay. What has changed is that people have... Uh, People have defected from the Tories to vote for Lib Dems, right? Uh, where before, in the last few elections, 2018 locals and 2019, the story was that because Corbyn was such a scary proposition, you had to vote for the Conservatives because voting for anyone else is putting Corbyn into, into power. Now that Corbyn isn't in power anymore, people are less afraid to vote for the Lib Dems or it's less threatening to not vote for the Tories. And so the story isn't necessarily that Labour have made a massive gain here because although they've done very well in... London, they've not done really so well outside of London. Yeah, they've not um, grown much at all. The Red Wall hasn't been restored as such. And a lot of the votes in the South are going from the Tories to the Lib Dems. And so what does this mean? It means are Labour net net more popular for having gotten rid of Corbyn? No, because although Corbynistas are generally jarring people, they are very energetic voters and they organise and they campaign. And those numbers count when it comes to general election season. But well, I'd they... actually argue they don't count because they're all just stacked up in seats that they don't need them to win. You could like halve the amount of Labour voters in pretty much every seat that they win in and they'd still win the, with the seat. But that's not. But that can't be true because then the Red Wall wouldn't have been decimated in 2019. But no, I'm talking about the, 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 the Corbynistas aren't in those seats, right? Then like, they're in like your, your Bristol's, your like London seats, your like urban areas. And like they just stack them up there and you get like a bigger majorities in like fucking Islington but you don't actually win new seats. Sure, okay. So, so I, I can understand that point to an extent. I think the point I'm getting at is that driving away that enthusiastic uh, voter base without the... Okay, so I, I think we all agree. I definitely am on the record of saying Corbyn was a waste man, but victimizing that wing of the party, that energetic wing of the party, 
has not led to Labour increasing its vote share. And so the net net result is that, OK, maybe we've got some quasi-centrists back into the fold, but Labour as a party has not increased its vote share for victimising that wing of the party. And that's dangerous. And it's ineffective because we've got probably the single most unpopular government of all time. And Labour as the main opposition party has not increased its vote share in that context. What we've done is the politically impossible and we've made the Lib Dems relevant again. <laughs> right. And that in itself will probably be Keir Starmer's greatest political achievement. Making the Lib Dems relevant again is historic in Westminster. Are the Labour Party in a better position for it? The votes have not dictated that to date. Is there a risk or a possibility that they may merge? No. So what we've seen in France this week is that the leftist parties from the Parti Socialiste, which uh, is basically Labour, yeah. and the communists and other left-leaning parties have all formed a leftist coalition mm -hmm. for the June parliamentary elections mm -hmm. Uh, because they basically clocked that had they not been wastemen, uh, Jean-Luc Mélenchon would probably have a reasonable chance of being president of France right Yeah, now. your take on that was awful, by the way. <laughs> I was going to text you. I said he was going to come second. And had all those parties not yeah, been dickheads, said, he would have come you second. you said Marine Le Pen was also going to win. I said she had a better chance than people You realize. said she would win. I said she had a better chance than people realize. You said she Some would win. People can listen back if they want. Anyway. You didn't, we didn't say it on record. We said it before an episode. Well, if it's not recorded, it doesn't count. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Carry on. Pixel, you lie. Um, <laughs> are Labour and Lib Dem going to join forces... No, I don't think so. I don't think it's realistic. Because their beliefs and their values are so diverged? Why? Because it doesn't really make sense for the Labour Party to do it. Uh, if they basically just sharpened up in their campaigning, and actually, now that Keir Starmer's in charge and isn't Corbyn, if they move their policy platform somewhere towards the 2019 manifesto, I think they clean up a lot of votes. A lot of what is in that manifesto is extremely popular. People now think the idea of like free broadband for all, pretty straightforward, makes sense, we should do that. Uh, now that everyone's energy bills... Are we still hyping like that's a big deal? Right, I was in Tbilisi and they had like Wi-Fi yeah, for all. Right, and, but we don't. <laughs> and we don't, right? Chilled. Um, now that everyone's energy bills are totally fucked, the idea of nationalizing these energy companies, not so radical. Probably quite a popular policy, mm -hmm. right? Um, the reason that uh, we've done so well in Barnet is because we've purportedly removed this scourge of anti-Semitism from the party. Okay, so we solved that problem. That's a, that's a vote winner, right? And so all these things, now that Labour's kind of cleared up this weird... Corbyn obsession image, Keir Starmer seems to be a more acceptable face for the establishment to vote for. Um, these are all good grounds for the Labour Party to win power on its own. But at the moment, its policy platform is so uninspiring that even mm. people like me, people who are significantly more engaged in the Labour Party, can't name a policy. Mm. Can't name a policy. Nobody knows what the modern Labour Party stands for. Mm. Um, so I don't think there is a danger of, of going with the Lib Devs solely because we don't need them. We are in front of the most unpopular government in modern history. They watch porn in the House of Commons. Probably the most relatable things they've done. Probably <laughs> the most relatable thing any Tory has done in office in the last 10 years. What uh, do you reckon his uh, search command was? Well, he said he was trying to look for tractors. Tractor porn. I mean, yeah. Who among us, you know, has a, like, Who among tractors? us hasn't, who hasn't Googled like, I'm not gonna lie, watched, shaved field gets plowed. I've plowed. watched a couple of racy videos on a farm. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. quite niche. So I see what he's getting at. <laughs> That's quite niche. Separating the wheat from the chaff. Um, we don't need the Lib Dems. The Lib Dems are like totally irrelevant. And so that guy's name something Davy. Ed Davy. Ed, Ed Day Davey. type. Um, yeah, just like totally pointless. Um, but there is a chance here, and like this election should really give the Labour Party some confidence and some impetus that the Tories can be defeated. Um, I do think, however, remember when we when Partygate was kicking off, I said they they wouldn't get rid of Boris in March in February. Mm -hmm. They do it later in the year. Mm -hmm. I think this is the beginning of the end for Boris. It has to be right. Yeah. 
He's you can't take L's quieter. like this. And, um, yeah, there's there a really funny thing I saw that some lobby, some wanker lobby journal tweeted that Boris put in the, the whole Tory MPs group chat, thank you everybody for your support. I really appreciate all the hard work. We'll get through this, blah, 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 blah. Um, no one replied. <laughs> one woman one replied, replied in one like replied two, hours. two hours later. There's yeah. another great Whoa. tweet, which was like, Boris has managed to lose Westminster, Wandsworth and his wife all within the space of two months. Something like that, which is quite jokes. <laughs> but even more funny, even more funny is that the Conservative and the Unionist Party, having already taken us out of Europe, um, will likely be the party that foresees the end of the union. And that's the SNP are projected to be the largest uh, winners in Scotland. And Sinn Féin are likely to be the largest winners in Northern Ireland. So Ooh. like making the Lib Dems is fucking remarkable for Labour to have done. Um, but making Sinn Féin a majority party in Northern Ireland. Let them go, man. Pretty fucking special. Mm. Pretty fucking special. So like out, having taken us out of Europe, they will actually probably see an independent Scotland and a unified Ireland as their political legacy after a decade and a half in power. Yeah, I mean, you know, good luck to, to Northern Ireland and Scotland. I actually think we'd probably be, like, people in England, which is, like, the majority of, like, the money, the population in this country would actually be far better off if we didn't have a net loss of, like, 58 billion just to pay for Northern Ireland to exist. <laughs> yeah. So I let them go. <laughs> they want to go. If they want to go that bad, go, man. Just leave. <laughs> I, mean, what, I mean, do we not just make the case for London... Bordering the M25 up. Yeah, yeah. Just like, build, build the wall. I am more for that, actually. <laughs> yeah, because the, there's... Man a, in Hartlepool, just sort yourself out, innit? Well, there's this, there's this mad stat <laughs> that, like... Do your thing, Hartlepool. In, in Europe, like, four of the ten richest areas in Europe are in London. Um, and then four of the ten most deprived areas in Europe are in, like, the northeast of England. So it's, like, this complete mental juxtaposition that we have in this country where, like, the M inside the M25 produces, like, 40% of our whole... Economic I'm output. probably a buyer at 40. It probably, it's probably higher than yeah. 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's also unhealthy for the rest of the country as it stands because <laughs> it's just a brain drain, right? People go to university anywhere in the country and then with their degrees all come to London Yeah, to and jobs. they fucking moan about how expensive everything is. It's just like, you know I mean, what, it, big man, go back to Manchester. It is quite expensive. No, it As is. a Londoner, it's quite expensive. So, it's pretty bleak. So does Keir Starmer have to, if he is found to have been breaking, breaking the law as mm. a result of the pictures with him with a bottle of beer in Durham, yeah. uh, prove that he broke the law? Does he, does he resign? So this is kind of where I think the Labour Party have pussy nature in their DNA. Yeah. If you were a good Tory, if the Tory party at this point would go, hmm, this guy's not performed particularly well. Okay. Like the Conservatives have shat the bed. Labour have not hit the stars here, right? And yet we have essentially a prime minister in waiting in the wings. The Conservative Party at this point would go, Keir's not done very well. Andy Burnham is obscenely popular. Yeah. And there's a general election coming in the next year, probably. 10% inflation, growth about to go off a cliff, recession coming, living standards squeeze. We need to get another five-year term ASAP. And Conservatives go, this leader's not done very well. We have a bloke ready to cook. Replace him now. Who is who? who? Andy Burnham. Andy Burnham. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I think you meant Tories. My no, bad. No. So sorry, the Tories, sorry. if they were, if Labour were the Tories, they go, this guy is not performing yeah, well. Okay. We have another guy coming. Understood. Yeah, Burnham's the guy. Let's get this deal done. Labour won't do it. Labour won't do it. Ironically, I think the Tories will get rid of their leader and win the next election with a new leader, and Labour will lose sticking oh, to this guy. Be the end. This is what everybody says. It's going to be like another because the Tories have got this thing where they can. They've been in power so long, they just reinvent themselves every five minutes and become a new, also, a new thing. That's that's one. That's entirely correct. But regicide is very much a part of their DNA. Yeah, big time. They got rid of Thatcher because yeah. because it didn't suit them anymore after ten years in power, and it kept them on for another five years. Got rid of Major. Right? 
Um, got rid of Major Lazer. I mean, that didn't didn't work out as well for them. But they're very used to chopping leaders if it helps them to well, Yeah, which is kind of surprising that they haven't, that more men haven't moved to Boris yet. I mm. think it will come now. And yeah. I, I think I said in episode 38, 39, Ben Wallace is the guy yeah. holding on to that prediction. Yeah, yeah. Did you see um, Boris with your morning television queen this week? Suzanne Reed. Is yes. it Susanna or Suzanne? Uh, it's fantastic, whatever it's it is. Big Suze. Big Susie. And his freedom pass. Yes. Chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you won't freeze as a pensioner. You are you are ultimately the core she, she constituent like, that we're she, making the rest of the country poor for. She was like 77-year-old Elsie. Yes. Great name. Has gone from £17 a month energy costs to £85 a month energy Which is costs. haram. Which is haram, by the way. She is now having one meal a day to yeah. save costs. And she takes her freedom pass and rides the bus all day so that she doesn't have to use up power in her home. What would you say to Elsie? <laughs> what other cuts is she expected to have to make? Well, Boris was like, just, just so you're aware. <laughs> like, so yeah, you, yeah. That Don't forget pass, who gave you the freedom pass. <laughs> that freedom pass. She could be paying to sit on the bus all day if it wasn't for me. It's such it's mad the maddest chat. chat it's bro. such mad chat. So I heard some whispers from Inside Number Ten this week that they were really not happy with how they that went. Oh no my shit. god. His yeah, press like, they, must they, be fuming. I think they thought that Susanna Reid, because you know. She usually does quite a lot of like nice sort of puffy yeah, interviews. Yeah. Would give her, would give them an easy ride. I forgot she got they... credentials, bro. She went for him. BBC yeah, OG. yeah. Mm. Went for the throat. Hundred and rightly yeah. so. He fucking deserves. It. Listen, as as parts may rest in peace. Used to say, un país tiene el gobierno que se merece. That government. That's yeah. Spanish. I'm that joking. one. Yes. Uh, Don't bite. Don't government. Bite. A country gets the government it deserves. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent right. You fucking morons keep voting for this party. And it's specifically you pensioners that keep voting for this party. Mm. Now you can freeze on your fucking buses, right? 100%. Grow up and vote for a reasonable party and you won't be so fucking cold. How about that? They're all kind of dead though. Like the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, it's yeah. obviously bleak. Right. Very good. We're going to move on to America. America. And if you needed any, any more proof that America is an increasingly crazy place to be, uh, this week it got a bit scarier. So, yeah, you would have seen this all throughout social media. And if you've not been living under a rock, um, you would have heard a story uh, regarding abortion rights in the States. And the story is ultimately that the, uh, the chief justice of the United States Supreme Court confirmed, had to confirm, that a leaked document which came from Politico, Post, Politico, 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 or, Politico yeah, yeah, one of them, claiming that the historic Rowan Wade legislation or judgment, whatever you want to call it, um, which ultimately legalized abortion rights, was being reconsidered for reversal. For context, if you don't know what Roe v. Wade is, Roe v. Wade was the uh, Supreme Court case in America uh, that first came about in the 70s. And essentially it looked into abortion rights as part of the US Constitution. They basically wanted to recognize women's rights to ending uh, their own pregnancies. Ultimately, the Supreme Court Justice, um, unanimous, well, it wasn't fully unanimous, but it was pretty much majority, seven to two, decided that yes, uh, abortion is a constitutional right. That case, uh, and the reason why it's called Roe v. Wade, is because it was put forth by Jane Roe, uh, which is a, a fictional alias um, of a Texan woman who filed the case against Henry Wade, who was at the time district attorney of Dallas County. Texas law at the time ultimately said that abortion was illegal, except in instances where it would cause 
or prevent uh, mother's death. And Rowe's lawyers argued that those caveats were vague and unconstitutional and that making abortion illegal infringed upon Rowe's rights uh, to privacy. So clearly, this is a big deal if this gets overturned. If it is overturned, it means that abortion's legality would be ultimately decided by individual states. And currently, abortion remains legal in every state, even though different states have varying levels of how they implement it and the restrictions around it and the wording around it. Mm -hmm. This will blow that completely open. It's mad, obviously, that this has been leaked somehow, but in some ways, it's kind of... Totally not mad. Totally by design. Oh, yeah? Totally, yeah. That it was leaked? 100%. Okay, tell me more. Well, I mean, this is how policies are tested on the public. Okay. Um, do you want to carry on? Or no, no, I... you can crack on. I mean, I mean this... that's pretty much the intro. This is how policies are tested. Um, and it's just, it's what is now dark and insidious is that the Supreme Court, which like at least had a pretense of political independence, uh, is now openly practicing policy advoca- advocacy um, where that really is the role of, of government. You know, if, if the Biden or the Trump administration decided that they wanted to test the public's response to the recriminalization of abortion, that's their right. That is their democratic mandate. Supreme Court shouldn't be doing that. It's now just taking the mask off. And this is really what happens when you vote the guy who hosted The Apprentice um, to the presidency and allow him three Supreme Court picks. <laughs> um, uh, this, is, this, is the, this is the main I mean, legacy. You can, you can blame Ruth Bader Ginsburg for that. Really. You absolutely can. Absolutely can. Tell me more. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg was this famous uh, liberal justice. Yeah, we love her. Um, um, Jewish you know, queen. Like, Icon, um, you know, when she died, there was all the Ruth Kanda forever <laughs> tweets. There was, a, there was a whole thing. Um, yeah, so but, watching her in the gym is wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, and then woman. when her, and then when she died, her personal trainer who did like the push-ups next to her open casket. Weird vibe, Americans. Um, <laughs> so strange people. But she was obviously like a hero for the left and a hero for like progressive causes. And she was, was really old, right? And because you're on the Supreme Court for life, the only way you're getting off it is if you step down or you die. And everybody said that she should have stepped down when Obama was still in office. Then you can basically re-up on a good one Mm. and then get someone relatively young, keep them in the thing for ages. So you're not giving away as much of the the balance of the Supreme Court, you know, when when Donnie Trump rolls up. Mm -hmm. Uh, She didn't do that. And she died, obviously, when Trump was in office. She got replaced by Amy Coney Barrett, who's like absolute, (laughs) like, polar fucking opposite. Fucking hopeless. Like, (laughs) massive, like... Uh, pro-lifer, like abortions, the devil mm-hmm. sort of thing. And as a result, you've now got this situation where if you read the opinion that was leaked, the reason why they haven't picked up on it before, like Supreme Courts have basically ignored Roe v. Wade is because there's this idea of like precedent, right? Where if the Supreme Court has acted in the past, you usually just consider it like settled issue, leave it the fuck alone. Um, and they haven't done that. And if you read the justification for that in like the actual document, it's fucking nuts. They're basically saying like, yeah, yeah, precedent's sick. Usually we would respect it. But this specific thing this one's special this one's bad this one's special um and so you know as a result there's all these states where should roe v wade get overturned as you know could happen according to the leaked document uh like 13 states will instantly ban abortion just Mm -hmm. like that and then you'll basically get this sort of like patchwork situation where if you're a woman in the south you might end up having to like go 500 miles to try and get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Obviously these things are like But wasn't that ruled out as well? I read something about, or maybe it was just Twitter stuff where it's like, isn't that, wouldn't that also be well, deemed so illegal? Up, yeah, it's up to the state. So they could like yeah. criminalize you for like crossing borders. Yeah, they yeah. could do all this mad, mad shit basically. And but like, under a Republican administration, that will become a federal crime. Yeah. Because you're, you're going across state borders to yeah, commit a crime exactly. in your state, right? But then, it's fucked. 
and you know, I was listening to this podcast the other day that basically said if you're if you're a rich woman that wants an abortion, you'll basically be fine, right? Because you can pay enough money to go to a New York or a California where they're you know relatively easy to get. Yep. Um, and if you're a you know if you're a rich woman that lives in a red state, you're fine. If you're a any sort of woman that lives in a blue state, you're probably fine. The ones that will get fucked were with the the poor women poor in red, red states yeah. who literally can't go anywhere. Um, you know, they can't afford to travel six hundred miles at a moment's notice. And it's, it's going to be like this, this total shit show. It's so bleak. And like the Supreme Court do actually have precedent for this precedent shit because they did it in the 2000 um, Florida vote recount. Mm. where they were like, we're making a ruling on this. Don't do this one again. This yeah, ruling yeah, yeah. actually doesn't count any time in the and future. And that's how you know it's sus, right? And it's super sus. And they've yeah. pulled the exact same trick for Roe v. Wade. They've gone, well, yeah, like, okay, like, uh, yeah, all right, precedent. But this time... Yeah. This time's different. This one's different. This, one, this one's built different. Um, so it's extremely sus. Remind me, <clears throat> how come t- Trump was able to make three choices? Was it because so uh, Anthony Kennedy stepping down? Anthony or? Kennedy died. Okay, and Neil Gorish got in. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. died and got Amy Coney Barrett in, and I think someone else stepped down. Yeah, and that was Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. So but Trump was just very very lucky. No, that's in fact that's not even true. It was at the end of the Obama presidency, someone left and yeah. so there was this whole thing about blocking obama's final um ah. they were like thing. you can't nominate you can't do that in a lame duck year. in a lame duck presidency yeah. where it would be wrong for you so then they got neil gurish in and then um in the exact but same if, circumstances but if he's not able to uh, select on his way he didn't out have a senate majority who who, who appointed that person then? so so it so the president nominates yeah so he made that choice essentially yeah, early yeah, yeah. so he got to pick it because oh, he was, so was delayed the and then the he, okay yeah oh, so they basically because he was only in control of the presidency and not oh, of both houses they were like well we're going to create this president where actually lame yeah. dark president should be allowed to do it and then under the exact same circumstances they were like well even less time with donny trump yeah mm-hmm. like, like with obama it was like six months or yeah. before the election and with donny trump there was like four like, weeks yeah and they were like oh no yeah get the catholic girl in she'll be level-headed that's fine um and then, and so, so he, he's extreme. I don't think any other president has got three Supreme Court yeah, picks in a four-year term. Not in a four-year term, no. It's mental. Anyway, um, it's fucked because basically what the Republicans have done, and it's masterful, it's genuinely masterful. This is the La Wenganza, the uh, Mitch McConnell. Everyone thought this guy was done, but I'm back again. Um, this is how you divert outrage from the substance of the ruling, i.e. the outrageous act of recriminalizing abortion, to getting everyone talking about how outrageous it is that the mm. sanctity of the court has been uh, impacted by this leak. Yeah. So now all of the commentary in the US is who leaked it? How can this happen? This is so damaging for the confidence of the court. The confidence of the court. Liberals only want to attack the Supreme Court um, because it's upholding the constitution rather than talking about the fact that we're about to revert the fucking Middle Ages, right? And a lot of the Legal justification, uh, Justice Alito, who wrote the opinions, justification is based on a legal uh, school of thinking called originalism. And so originalism is the idea that the Constitution should be adhered to as closely as it was written by the founding fathers. Which is such a bizarre, (laughs) bizarre idea that like these fucking random like quasi British blokes 200 and something years ago, whatever, um, wrote this document and like we should never change. Yeah. We should never change, we should keep this idea. And that's, right? that's how you end up with 
their gun control law yep, because literally. like those Supreme Court justices are like, oh, that's what they meant back then. Yeah. And you're like, well, they didn't have AKs then. They no. didn't have AR-15s. But then. also, like, if, we, if we were true originalists, like let's be let's be consistent originalists. And like when I say that, it's kind of facetious because it wouldn't really work out very well for black people. But like in terms <laughs> of like gun control laws, yeah. like we only got you only allowed the right to bear arms. The Second Amendment, sweetheart, mm. you were not given that right under the original constitution. Mm. So they're very selective over what is originalist policy and what isn't. And this is what has become dangerous over the politicization of the Supreme Court. And this is why Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have left. And this mm. is why liberals talk about the expanding of the Supreme Court. This is why it's dangerous that the Supreme Court is now testing policy mm. as if it were a political body. Yeah. Mm. And that's horrendous. Yeah. Right? So, so now my, there's uh, all this God. chat from like, Democrats in America about basically what they can do to try and get themselves out of this pickle. And like constitutionally, there's nothing that says the Supreme Court has to be nine justices. It's yeah. just like a convention that's adhered to. So there's there's a method of thinking where you could basically do what's called packing the court. We basically appoint like loads of justices to like outweigh Just increase the, it by four. Just Make increase the Supreme it by four. Court 13 judges yeah, instead. Yeah, exactly. And then you outnumber the conservatives and then you win. Or they want to, you know, pass a new federal abortion law. But to do that, they'll need to like undo like a filibuster law mm. and it's like, you know, it's all- Which Joe Manchin won't stand for. Anyway, as I've, I think I've said this before on this podcast, the Democrats won't do that and they won't do that for a sim very simple reason. And it's because there is no such thing as value proposition in modern neoliberal politics, right? The Democrats have nothing to offer the population within the current economic and political system beyond protest voting, right? Mm. And abortions and the right to an abortion is probably the single most powerful thing that gets Democrats to get their voters out to campaign mm -hmm. for, right? That's what they were saying. This it's is not far off. Save our it's boy not, Biden. It's honestly, it's not far off the DNC's interest for this thing to pass because the next time there's an election in 2024, they can go, well, you've got to vote for the Democratic Party right. if you want abortions to be uh, to be legalized yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And that's horrendous, right? But there's all kinds of like horrendous implications. Yeah. Um, so I saw a good, one of very few Twitter threads um, that basically Roe v. Wade, and I'll try and keep this sweet, <clears throat> is based on the right to privacy. And that was the fundamental basis of, of my rights to, um, to privately seek an abortion. It wasn't as much about the destroying of life, which the conversation, but it was about my right to privacy. And so if you remove that kind of right to privacy um, and you in, imply that the constitution does not protect the right to privacy, then there's a whole bunch of things that become up for grabs. So the first thing is um, there was a Lawrence v. Texas in 2003. The court used the right to privacy to determine it's unconstitutional to punish people for sodomy. So this ruling, if Roe v. Wade is undone, basically makes it uh, able to recriminalize homosexuality. Uh, case in 1965 about the, case, uh, the right to privacy protecting the right to buy contraceptives. If this is undone, it could make open the door to making contraceptives illegal. In 1968, the right to privacy was used to um, protect interracial marriages. Roe v. Wade gets undone, interracial marriage could be done, uh, could be found to be illegal. 1969, a case around uh, finding porno uh, possession of pornography. Um, Roe v. Wade gets undone, could be illegal to, to watch or to hold porn. 2015, same-sex marriage. This could open the door to uh, banning same-sex marriage. 1923, um, this is fucking mad. Uh, the right to privacy was used to protect teaching your children a language other than English. <laughs> Right, if the right to privacy goes, it could be illegal to teach your child anything other than English. Various, yeah. various other yeah. cases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beyond all of that, beyond all of that, it just takes America back to the dark ages. Mm. And shout out, mummy, something she's always said um, since I've been growing up was that America is ultimately a third world country with motorways. 
Facts. Um, I say it all the time. And it's, America is the ghetto. And um, and to, this proves it. To quote Killer Mike and obviously one of the legends, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. uh, especially on the gun thing. One quick way to get that gun law changed is by all of these black people being licensed, <laughs> licensed firearm holders. It's, it's another, then you'll see law change <laughs> there's around another, that constitution. There's, a very, there's another very good George Carlin joke, which is basically like Republicans are entirely pro-life, right? Up until the point of birth. Mm. And at that point, it's go fuck yourself, right? Yeah. Like universal healthcare, absolutely no way. Social welfare system, absolutely no interest. Mm. Um, social programs such as after school clubs and childcare and whatever, like protecting life and sanctity. After you're born, go fuck yourself. But until the point that you're born, Oh yeah, no, we're very yeah, pro-life. Yeah. We're very you, like you should take you should carry AR-15s around. That's how pro-life we are. But to That's wrap cool. it up, but to wrap it up, because you mentioned obviously that this is them testing the waters with regards to policy. There's clearly been outrage, right? What happens next? I mean, if the Supreme Court's minded to pass it, they'll pass it. This exactly. is a six-three majority. So when you said that, that at the beginning that they're testing it out, I I was kind of like, well, if they want to put this in, then they'll put it in, irrespective of the process. I don't think the leak was was deliberate. I think it was the leak just... was deliberate. The leak was so obviously deliberately done by a conservative on the court. Like it's it's, it's this is just basic politics. I actually think it was done by a Democrat to sort of galvanize okay. the opposition. Yeah, why why do you think it was done by a Democrat? What's the value for a Democrat? Well, no, because you see the mobilizing now, right? You see this is like like you were saying, right? That if it gets taken away, then they'll have a massive turnout and they'll be able to get people to the polls. I think what they're doing is they're trying to pump up some support for the midterms. And I mm. think they're trying to get their base mobilized. Mm. And I think like, you know, you've seen protests outside the Supreme Court all week. I mean, I don't think they're going to do anything, but like you see people actually talking about it and actually getting their arse into gear, which is why I think it was sort of like leaked as like a, here's what's coming down the tracks. You better mm. get fucking mm. moving. I, I kind of think the opposite. I think it's a way that the, I think it's a way that the Republicans can divert the discussion away from the substance of the event taking place before the midterms even happen. Okay. Uh, and it's equally energizing for the Republican Party. The re- polls all suggest that Republicans are going to probably sweep both houses in these midterms. Yep. So uninspiring is the American Keir Starmer. Um, Stop that it. They're going to clear up. Um, sir to you, mate. Sir, well, I, well, they're both fucking useless. I, I don't really care. It's just, sir it's horrendous. It's horrendous. It, no, I just it feel is so horrendous because it's, it's basically just saying, like, you've been raped, can't help you. Wear um, it. If that baby that you're giving birth to might kill you uh we'll think about it uh the condom splits and 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 you don't want to be a young mum. sorry you shouldn't have fucked um you've just got impregnated by somebody who turns out to be an absolute fucking monster Mm. and there's still time for you to take control it's nah prepare for a life of horrible baby daddy drama america's Um, just descending into religious ethnic states another one which is another example is just like if you end up potentially giving or being pregnant with like quadruplets or quintuplets Mm. um, or whatever. And and ultimately that's a risky labor. Even if you have twins, it's it's a risky labor, right? And, you know, they have to take measures to reduce the risk. Nah, see how you get on love. Good luck. Just wear it. Yeah, good luck. America is the fucking ghetto, bro. Like, shout out to our American listeners. They probably know it as well, but (laughs) it's the ghetto, bro. But I guess uh, Kanye West will be happy, I guess, at least. Why? Do you remember when he cried about Kim potentially wanting to uh, to abort North when he was running for president oh, the other week? Yeah, that was a weird time. Yeah, well, very, very weird. <laughs> I guess he'll be. We're all in the hole back then. I guess he'll be happy. Um, all right. Should we? Tr- I mean, how do we? I mean, I don't think the next topic particularly perks this up a little bit more. Um, I'll find a segue. What but he's one of your kings. Oh. Been playing a few of his uh, one-liners and quotes all throughout the episode. He's finally caught up with Tim Westwood. Okay. Not necessarily my king. 
Nor am I. Well, I, I mean, I, he played a certain kind I of mean, music, and it certainly wasn't I'm Yiddish. So, <laughs> no, not Klezma. So used to being, I'm so used to being bucketed with my, uh, with my, with my peers that I'm going to do the same to you guys. Sorry, just, just on skin grounds. You people. Yeah. Um, Tim Westwood is in the shit. It is safe to say. What a shocker. Facing multiple allegations of sexual misconduct by women who say that he has abused his power um, and abused them in the Shocking. process. Wouldn't be the first DJ to do it. Um, well, no, I mean, also, like, fundamentally, it just comes back to, like, the BBC's hiring policy throughout crazy. the whole, like... Crazy. It's like, are you a nonce or a pervert? Um, when do you want to start? Monday? Can you, pay, can you spin discs? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's our two main criteria. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Do you want to fuck kids and can you press play? Yeah, literally. <laughs> exactly! Um... I feel like he's been in his 60s forever, though. I always knew him as just like old guy, but he's, yeah. he's only 64 still. He's older than Ghana. Break that down? As, as in like he was born before Ghana re received independence. independence from the United Kingdom. So <laughs> I, found a, I found a list of people that are the same age as Tim Westwood. Okay. And, and it, might, it might shock you. <laughs> uh, Stephen Fry, oh, no same way. age as Tim Westwood. Okay. Uh, famed cinematic composer Hans Zimmer. Oh, wow. No way. The same age Man, as Tim I Westwood. thought Hans Zimmer was like 80. Um, so did I. Alistair Campbell is the same age okay. as Tim Westwood. That kind of makes sense. Which kind of makes sense. <laughs> that's because, that's you know, right. There's a market there. And probably the most famous person uh, that is the same age as Tim Westwood, uh, Mr. Osama bin Laden. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now equally, equally, yeah. equally unnaturally slim necks yeah. between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you noticed his neck though. Very weird neck head shape. Um, I think he grew up as a fat kid and then it kind of like came off yeah. as he grew, up, grew to yeah. Slender Man vibes. Yeah, so there have been, there was a documentary, BBC Three documentary called Tim Westwood Abuse of Power, which mm. aired last week. And in between the years 1992 and 2017, seven women came forward to give their accounts. So at least seven women have been abused um, by this guy in the process. Two of them um, were aspiring artists who wanted to get into the industry, wanted to get record deals. And that was at a time where he was at his pomp, right? Where he was genuinely the biggest name um, in UK music. He was bridging the gap between the US and the UK. We got all of our exclusives from the US um, to him first. So Friday night, uh, Tim Westwood dropping bombs. His weird English American accent Very was, was, was the place to be. I think he had a Friday and a Saturday night show from memory. Um, but it was genuinely, he was the biggest name. And obviously when you get to that stage, you are the gatekeeper because people just want to hand you a CD with their single and have it played on the biggest platform. So clearly the accusation is that he has used his position of power to do some pretty egregious things, like obviously inviting some of these artists to his home, picking them up from stations. And by the way, I don't know if you guys have ever like, let me, let me get through the story before I start asking the sort of questions. Um, <laughs> Picking up some of these artists from the station, taking them to his house on the way in the car, revealing his his manlyhood and, and requesting some sort of sexual act, going home, uh, going into a bedroom and appearing naked and, and, and leaving it up to the to the to the imagination of the young women as to what he wanted to do next. Um, the women who came forward didn't know each other. Um, I think one of them, um, I don't know how this came about, but I think one of them ended up having a sort of consistent relationship with him over the course of a few years. Um, but he has obviously come out and denied all of these claims and Twitter was a very, very mad place for him, um, for Capital 
uh, for everybody who is associated with him because the message that was pretty consistent throughout is that everybody had seen this in plain sight. Yeah. If you'd ever been to a Tim Westwood gig, he probably well, showed up to your student union party at least well, a few I was gonna times. Say, so, like, um, so you probably saw a few things yourself. So the question obviously then became, why have we allowed this monster to grow? Well, no, I was just going to just chip in with the fact that um, I went to the Leicester SU in 2013. <laughs> Shout out. Um, yeah, big up Leicester. Um, and Tim Westwood, who was then, must have been in his 50s, uh, was telling 18-year-olds to, quote, and this is a quote, I was there, uh, keep their pussies clean. Boom, that's the one I was going to say. <laughs> if you got a clean pussy, make some noise. Is that, um, is that on your soundboard? Crazy. <laughs> And other, you know, I just pulled up an old article about it. Um, he said things like, girl in the front row with the black dress on, I will be fucking you later. She was, she was 18. I mean. <laughs> um, he would point out to girls and be like, security have told me that you need to wear a sports bra. And he posted a picture of a guy daggering a girl. Uh, with the caption, uh, smash that, homie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> have you ever seen his dagger? It's the maddest, most I have awkward not. dagger. No, I'm quite blessed. The dagger ring. I've never seen it. Bruv, no. his loins are not doing what they're supposed to be mm. doing. And look, he's old enough. I don't expect anything more from him. But bruv, his daggers are awkward. He's just hanging on to the girls for dear life, isn't it? And letting them control the thing. It's, it's just bleak. Just, it's awful. And we're obviously not trying to make light of this um, because this is very, very serious. And it's clear that we need to throw this man in the bin. Um, BBC, I mean, when BBC needs to fucking burn at some point, right? Like we got, we got to throw them in the bin as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, it, it's ridiculous at this point. I mean, like, who wasn't a nonce? At literally, BBC? literally. Yeah. Short um, and it's, it's, it's a classic case of him being protected. And what's interesting about this one, um, if we remove the BBC element from this a little bit, he moved from BBC. I can't remember why he moved from BBC. I think maybe they just discontinued his show. Um, when the likes of Charlie Sloth and all those guys came through, they wanted to modernise it. They got it. a quota for like uh, white guys that speak <laughs> like that, and it was filled by Charlie Sloth. But isn't he kind of getting cancelled now, Charlie he Sloth? Left. He left, so I don't know what's happening with him since, um, but maybe there's a storm following him, because I think the timing of his departure was interesting, so you might have something there, but he left. But when Tim Westwood left the BBC, he joined Capital FM, and Capital FM is owned by a company called Global, mm -hmm. uh, which is owned by a guy. Uh, what's his name? Something Tabor Smith, mm -hmm. uh, another Jewish king, uh, might I add. When in doubt, and, just throw and, it out. And what the, the second leg of this story was essentially, apparently the, the CEO of Global, this Tabor Smith guy. Um, <laughs> this Jew was was aware of the claims in 2020 and was accused of suppressing it so obviously they kind of knew that there was something in the water but he was accused of making sure that no reports came out regarding hmm. uh tim westwood and obviously this isn't the first time that tim westwood has had like a a twitter outrage or some sort of coverage around this i think there was a, a time in 2020 where the daily mail uh made a everyone's known this for years yeah, made an Surely. article about him um and they uh, Global and Capital FM had to apologize because the Capital Extra Twitter account blocked a bunch of individuals who made those allegations Yeesh. about Tim Westwood That's not great, is in it? the first place. And then they blamed it on an error of judgment by Tim Westwood's team, who they said had been handling the Twitter account on that particular day. Very good. Um, so... 
this guy is, uh, I think he's done out here. I think it's finally happened. Finally, long it overdue. It seems like a very cut and dry classic Me Too, like Weinstein. Literally. Like Louis C.K. Yeah. Although, Louis C.K. He's not yeah, being cancelled. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's he, back. He just he won an did, Emmy. I don't know. I feel quite strongly about A Grammy. Louis yeah, he won an Won a Grammy, was right? Was it a Grammy? Yeah. yeah he made an album yeah, about yeah, yeah. like raping someone or some shit. And that, no, did he? Yeah, because like, it's on the album. It's about his ex-wife or some shit, right? It wasn't about rape, was well, it? Well, like, there's some rape inference on the album that Jesus he won a Grammy Christ. for. It's proper sus. But I think, I think he just, I think he masturbated in front of somebody, didn't he, Louis C.K.? A couple of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a few times. He also like said the N-word and like even Ricky Gervais was visibly uncomfortable. No, Ricky Gervais was laughing. It no, he was, was like, he was Jerry like, Seinfeld. He was like, was we don't do it. Jewish King. No, can, yeah. you our, can, you our, can you give us, can you give our, can you give our people like, Louis some credit? Chris Rock acknowledged it. Yeah. Ricky Gervais no, Ricky was, was laughing like, at it. It was like, we no, don't say it. No, it wasn't Ricky. I'm not here to, sa- I'm not here to stand Ricky. for Ricky. I'm here to stand for Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Thank you. Jewish King, can you give us our props, please? I'm trying to, I'm trying to, but you're telling me that Ricky Gervais... No, I was pissed off because Ricky Gervais is one of my heroes and he was laughing at the usage oh, he of was. it. It was Jerry who was like, I don't I don't see why you would. That's right. Um, so I'm trying to give you your props. Just shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that Tim Westwood is, is done out here. I think he uh, he bastardized the culture that I uh, <laughs> loved very, very much. And He was ahead oh, of the game, right? He, 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 no, was, no, the, he, he was the Kardashians before the Kardashians. He was right? good he, for hip hop in some respects, but he bastardized it and he yeah, made us all look like he, a bit he of He made dick profit from it while it counted. While he was, um, while he was abusing black queens. Um, so cheerio bruv um it's been emotional mm. no more um, pit my ride uk yeah literally um <laughs> that's a, that is that that's really the real is, loss to the culture that's a loss to culture yeah pit my ride uk was maybe the best thing to and if out. you open up that voxel course there's a fridge and if you look in the corner of that fridge there's some horlicks in there baby <laughs> like grime whatever black music da, 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 da. i feel like we've all lost pit when my it, ride yeah UK. when it comes to pit my ride uk yeah yeah I feel that, like I feel that like that lasted like a whole season, right? I feel like I feel one like season. I feel like you people could have taken one with the team. I don't know. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. throw it out there. Um, so I think we should bring it back with Big Nasty. That'd be funny. That would be fucking Big jokes, Nasty, bro. Big Nasty should be one of the biggest personalities on television why in this country. Not? I don't understand why the he's best not. Laugh he is really. literally <laughs> the greatest human. Like, he's incredible. <laughs> did he have a Channel 4 he show? He, but he had he it with Mo, Mo, with Mo. With Mo the comedian. Yeah, yeah. With Mo Gilligan. And Mo's the one who blew up off of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, and Mo's not really all that funny. It's also time to discuss Mo Gilligan's not funny, bruv. He's not a funny guy. It's for day. He might be a nice day. guy, but it's just not funny. There's too many, too many people that I know who know him. The circle's a bit too close. I need to, <laughs> I need to, I need, I need more evidence. I need him to get to that Kevin Hart stage where he's done like four or five or six really bad stand-ups okay. before I'm like, all right, cool, I can't deny this anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's objective. Um, but now. right now he's only done two, so it's like, yeah, that's the homie. That's the, that's the friend of the friend. Still can pull it back. So let me just, yeah, exactly, exactly. In more news of white people yes. doing oh, not mad, white people. mad what are they like? things. <laughs> Bloody gringos. How do you guys feel about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox drinking each other's blood? Oh, I thought you were going to, I thought... I thought you were going to segue from Tim Westwood to another African king. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> My African-American king. <laughs> was that on the docket? Do we want to talk about it? Uh, I think it was on the docket, but we can do, oh, shit. We can I, do other gringos if you want. This is just gringo hunting season this week. I don't know if there's much to talk about with Twitter and him. I don't oh, know if there's much plenty. to talk about. Um, people were like, he's going to try and run for president. He can't. People are like, he is... I'm sure he can find a way. He also doesn't need to run for president. He can just buy the influence. But what do you think his political play is here? You're talking about buying influence. What is he trying okay, to so influence? Okay, this is, this is uh, back to the can back. We, let's keep it 
condensed because I, sure. this isn't a topic today, but you brought it up. So let's talk about it. I mean, it's, first, it's got to be a topic. This goes back to the point that I was making in episode 40 and in almost every single episode uh, that we've ever done in this episode, on this, on this show, sorry, um, that we in the West also live in a one-party system, although we pretend not to, and our party is capital. And so what he is doing is, is, is buying access to the single most powerful um, transmission mechanism of information in the West. Buying newspapers is 20 years out of date, right? The Murdochs are stuck yeah, long an asset they can't use. What? Bezos was a loser. He bought yeah, the Washington yeah, yeah, Post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to work. What's the end game? The end game is to, is to carve political discourse as it suits him and Peter Thiel. That's, what, that's like, how it works. For like tax relief? Either for tax policy, any other kind of social policy that he wants to introduce. Why do rich people own newspapers? Because that's what drives public discourse. Twitter is simply the newspaper forum of the 21st century. My big thing is, is why do billionaires tweet? You know, if I had a billion, if I had a billion pounds from eating shit or from whatever I'd done, yeah. like you would have to like put I a gun think, to my head to get me to go anywhere. I, I, I think Twitter. Elon Musk, Kanye West, and a couple of all of these guys are some of the worst billionaires we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they are entirely too busy. Well, I mean, how do, you, how do you want your billionaires to come? Do you want, like, the sort of faceless heads of multinationals doing shady shit in the background? Mate. Or do you want them tweeting, like, you know, nonce jokes on Twitter? I just... You want have to pick one. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Obviously, I'd, I'd rather have a shit poster in chief. Um, but, like, this guy's, like, so politically inept that you can't take him seriously as a political actor because his end goal isn't necessarily to seek office. He hasn't bought, people think he's bought Twitter so that he can like one day be the president of the United States. No, that's not why. Yeah, he can't. He can't, he can't, but why he's bought it is so that, so that him and the people that he's bought Twitter with, right? Uh, which is more like meaningful conversation than Elon just being a figure face of it. The people that he's bought Twitter with can control public discourse. Yeah, and that's what you try. Maybe he just really wants an edit button. Have we considered this? Like he <laughs> really, really, really wants. Like if it it's should, just the, so Twitter serious. still doesn't have edit. No, no, they never will. I mean, they never will. But you should have edit. But just have no. the audit trail. No, just delete your tweet and retweet. We've all been there. No, I don't like that. Well, you're no, not even on Twitter. So I don't like that. Shit. I don't like that. You should have an edit button. No, you should. And then you should be, for Twitter, not for anything else. You should be able to see what the edits were. Just delete and retweet. We've all been there. It's happened to the best of us. Wait, so, well, you know, it's not up to you anymore. It's not it's Daddy anymore. Elon's bought it. So. Yeah, no, I'm still not bought into your to your theory. I don't understand why. And maybe it's because it doesn't really... I can't really... Because um, he can make money out of it. He can make money out of it. That's yeah, why. I think he can money, make shit tons of cash out of it. That's kind of why I can't really make sense of it in my mind. Because it sounds absurd to say, but he doesn't seem like... Obviously, he's a, he's a shit billionaire, in my opinion. Yeah. But like, he doesn't seem to be completely obsessed with money so so this is kind of do you this, know what I mean like, it doesn't yeah. seem like he is so there's, there's a, also smarter there's also much smarter investments if you cared more about uh, money. Okay. exactly so this is this is like where there's like a reasonably thought reasonably well thought out theory among like finance twitter that he's actually not going to buy the thing so the way that the deal is structured is that he only has to put up something like 20 billion dollars of the capital and he has to find the other half of the capital yeah. of the 44 billion in order to proceed with the transaction in material reality, what he's done is bought a billion dollar option to buy Twitter. Uh -huh. What that means is that if he doesn't go through the transaction, he owes Twitter a billion quid. Uh -huh. Now, Elon Musk is only worth, only worth about $2.2 billion in cash. Brokey. Uh, the rest he would have to raise through external financing or selling his own assets. What the conventional wisdom on finance Twitter is, that this is a very well thought out guys for him to be able to dump stock in other companies for him to raise capital yeah. and pay a billion dollar fine to Twitter for the insurance coverage. Mm. 
So Tesla shares, for example, have been taking an absolute tanking. Yep. Because they're worried that he's going to... Because people yeah. have caught on to the idea that he's just going to be dumping his own shares to raise Correct. cash for this thing, right? Um, I'm sure he's maybe... I, SpaceX isn't public, so we're not part of these conversations. It wouldn't surprise me if he's looking to um, divest. But as a billionaire looking to raise capital for future opportunities ahead of the next recession, it would make sense that he buys a billion dollar option to raise six to seven to eight billion dollars um, to finance other shit. So is he going to buy this thing? There's plenty of very intelligent people who think that he's not going to buy this thing. Mm. Um, but what has got me this week is like all the fucking weirdo libs who were like, Elon Musk doesn't really believe in freedom of speech. I can't be on Twitter. I, I, I'm not going to be on Twitter if Elon Musk owns Twitter. To be fair, it was pretty good that Jamila Jamil fucked off of Twitter. Firstly, she's very She's lame. gone. Yeah, she was like, she's like, if Elon buys it, I'm done. So like, that was a loss for the culture because she's, she's lame. so going to be back. She's so going to be back. But, but she's lame, then just like, look her up on Instagram. Like, I you don't need to hear what she thinks. That's she's true. That's true. That's true. But like, what I got, have such what, a love-hate relationship with her. What got me was like, firstly, like all these people were fine with like the Saudis being the largest private owner of Twitter before. Like they, they're actually very pro speech. Elon Musk is where I draw the line. Yeah. Uh, but also like <laughs> yeah. all the people, all the people who've said like, I'm not going to it are the most online people yeah. of anyone. Like it's all the people who incessantly and are well, addictively on Twitter daily are like, I'm not going to use this thing anymore. Exactly, yeah, anyone yeah. believes them. They, they go on breaks <laughs> like every five seconds. They have nothing else to live for. I do think that an, uh, an unintended consequence of Elon Musk buying Twitter if he lets Donny Trump back on Twitter, it's the one thing I hope for. I actually think it's the one thing it could I hope be for. fucking scenes, bro. He's the, the <laughs> single greatest poster. It's the one thing I hope for of human history. Thank you. Have, did I not say when he banned him? I was like, this is the worst day in Twitter history. That just we absolutely need him back. fucking phenomenal god tier poster. We need we need Daddy Sorry, back you immediately. Know, you know, I'm never going to be on board with this. <laughs> we need it's, Daddy I'm back. I'm not even on Twitter, and I can feel how peaceful it's been he, on these streets since he got back. He is the greatest content creator of all time. Is it because you read his tweets in his voice? Yeah, yeah, and it's so fucking. <laughs> They're so jokes. They're so jokes. And ultimately, the thing that Donald Trump and I both agree on is there is nothing funnier than winding up libs. Yeah. They are just the easiest people to wind they up. They are. They are. And that's a problem within the, the group. But um, but also just stop trolling people. No. troll. I'm pro-trolling. Nah. I'm pro-trolling. Nah. I'm so pro-trolling. Until the troll smacks in your mouth. Well, this is why I fuck with people online, not in yeah, real life. no, no, no. But <laughs> the shit you do online will catch up with you, buddy. Not, not with me, puppy. All right, so can we get back to white people moving weird and why you guys are drinking each other's bloods? Well, firstly, we're not gringos. Stop saying that. You need to... We don't have to do the Jews of people of colour debate now, <laughs> but... <laughs> you have heard of Ruth Gader... Yeah, uh, Bader yeah, Ginsburg. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, Mentally everyone's got... Should we go side. back to everyone's got a price? How <laughs> <Yeah>. much... <laughs> So Megan Fox's blood. No, let's make it more interesting. Oh, free. You're drinking Machine Gun Kelly's blood. That's a high price. Your price is, I reckon, you would do it for how much? No, no, no. I need, I need much a quantity. Like yeah. a okay. shot. Shot. I do a it for shot, a tenner. A shot. Tenner. Tenner. A tenner. I mean, obviously, I would want more, but I would. It's like a shot of blood. <laughs> but it's I not, would do it. I'd want more. I'd want more, but, but I'd do I it for would a tenner. do it. But like, but like, ultimately, like, <laughs> if you did a shot of tequila, that's probably gonna burn more than someone's fucking blood, right? It's a shot. You can do Man, a shot of anything. What, you don't know what's in that blood. Buddy. You have got... Uh, Michelle Lankelly is very susky. I'm just saying, like a shot, like if you're talking about a pint, it's a different conversation. <laughs> a shot, I could probably do pretty For much any tenor. fluid. We've got to make it worth it, mate. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. If it was a negotiation situation, I would be looking for at least, you know, 10 grand. <laughs> wow. But you've just given up the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a hypothetical situation. Absolutely do yeah. not release this episode. 25K, you drink a shot of his blood. It's a shot, man. No, I want more. If you've ever done a more. shot of like Glenn's, 50, you're putting more shit into your body. 
Then yeah. no, all right. If it was like a normal citizen, fifty-seven. I'd agree. Who the fuck knows what Machine Gun Kelly's done in his life? He looks like a weird dude. Yeah. He pivoted from country Quite music to up. rap. Yeah, definitely smacked up. He was stupid enough to start a rap battle with Eminem. Do you know how, many, how much that. drugs you have to he, be on to try kinda, that? He kind of won that. I don't think he did. I think he kind of won that. Mm, I'm not going to lie. Eminem kind of just came in with the... <laughs> and it just, it just Eminem's, didn't... Eminem's so fucking rich. He's so he frantic. Like, what? How, we need to talk about how fucking he fell off, bro. Yeah, your, like, people, your people When I listen answer. to Eminem, I get like genuine anxiety. Like He used yeah. to be like that guy who just used to rap quite casually when I was just a little baby boy and my mama used to tell me these... And well, I was like... And it's just like... Calm down, please. I don't know who you're shouting at. Yeah, um, I think it's Lil' Kim. But I think Machine Gun Kelly won that battle. So 57K to drink his blood. For a shot? Yeah. I want 100 bag. Nah, you do it for 70, 70K. I do it for 70K. 100% I do it for 70K. All right, cool. Cash. Everyone's got a press. Sterling, Everyone's though. Everyone's got a press. I think you, Megan Fox were all in agreement. We'd just do that shit free. for free. Just, free. just for lols, I'd right? pay. Just for a chance to yeah. see her. I'd, yeah, pay yeah. This, I'd, I'd pay the 70 grand of from drinking Machine Guns, yeah, Kelly. Yeah, 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 just a direct transaction. 100% yeah, yeah. done, thanks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move on to relationship advice. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. I like this one. I really like this one. <laughs> By the way, did you guys watch The Ultimatum on Netflix? No, but I, d I did watch the trailer a lot of times. It just looked... <laughs> It's, it's the most anxiety. toxic show of all time. So it's from, the same, it's from like Nick and um, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. The you know the same people brought us Love yeah, is Blind. Blind. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, so watch, toxic. Watching these idiotic like 24, 25 year olds giving each other ultimatums because they've been together for two years and they've yeah, done yeah, a relationship yeah, yeah. is going is I texted, mad. I texted at least four exes after I saw the trailer. <laughs> it's very effective for me. <laughs> but yeah, watch it. It's it's um it's not amazing, but it's just wow. Um. Anyway, relationship advice. It's coming. From a woman, mm. and I like the way she wrote. Women this. listen to this today, mate. If you see our stats, <laughs> a if majority. You see our, if you see our stats, a majority. And they said the men shouldn't have podcasts. Why well, yes. are you listening to us then, eh? Because um, we're not dickheads. What? Because <laughs> we're not one of them male dickhead podcasts. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Wasteman. <laughs> what does it mean when your boyfriend of a long time, nearly three years? gets a little bit lazy on his Instagram and the Discover page starts telling me who he is sexually attracted to. Oh. For context. Is this a guess the race episode or? I, heard <laughs> I didn't say, I said she's a woman, but you can guess the race after. Um, no, no, she gives it away in the next line. Okay. So, oh, white. For context, I'm fairly tall, 5'7"-ish, white. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> Brown hair. Uh, I would say happy with my shape and overall um, overall package. Okay. Cute tits and a pert bum. Oh. I love her energy. I love the, I love the confidence. And I know how IG algos work. <laughs> I oversaw my boyfriend's Discover page. <laughs> that old chestnut. That I, old chestnut. I oversaw. Yeah. I oversaw. Oh, oh, when, like yeah. my phone was in his hands when he was yeah. asleep and mm. it was in front of his face and yeah. I locked itself. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. God, nightmare. And it was awash with girls. Of the old school video girl type of profile, what or those pages with girls doing the most on Instagram to try and entice you old to video, their yeah. OnlyFans pages. Do you know what you mean? Mm, no idea. No idea. I mean, yeah, you do. Uh, me? Like hip hop videos, like 
Oh. Oh, sure. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I watched them on VH1 back in the day. Yeah, yeah, no, you did. Yeah. You you watching like back, back, back videos on, 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 on VH1. <laughs> no, yeah. I actually the, one of my earliest sexual awakening memories is is a pitbull video. <laughs> <laughs> so informative. Was that pre, was that pre white suits or or post white suits? Ooh, I just white don't really was, I don't really remember whether he what he was wearing, but there was like an absolute <laughs> yatty in like a Brazil football shirt. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um so, as I said, saw my boyfriend's Discover page and it was washed with girls from the old school hip hop videos or the type of girls on Instagram we see today who are doing the most with their bodies to entice you to their OnlyFans pages, etc., sure. etc. Sure, sure. We all know the ones. Hypothetically speaking, yeah. In, yeah, in theory. And then she goes on to say, you know the type, almost exaggerated body parts. I remind you, I'm slim. Slim thick when I'm less disciplined. B cup, super cute. Short women, as I said, I'm tall. Tanned women, and this made me laugh. I'm UK pasty, but I try my hardest. (laughs) (laughs) Excess eyelashes. I have regulation eyelashes. And exuberant fashion choices. And then she says, my upper floor is house of CB dresses when I want to get Essex nasty. Wow. Clearly this isn't something to break up over. Or is it though? Does this brother actually like me? Or am I a placeholder for his actual type? I'm cringing at the thought of bringing this up as I kind of don't want to hear the truth. Help. It's one of those ones where like, it feels harsh saying it, but, but, but is it, is it, is it in fact that deep? I think, (laughs) no, no, I think, I think genuinely, I think sometimes people and, and you know, both sexes do this is that if there are insecurities that you're aware of in yourself and you see your partner exhibiting behaviors that seem to contradict that or play on those insecurities you're gonna think it's worse than it is right Mm. and i think in this specific you know obviously got a lot of time for problematic men but i think (laughs) in this specific example i don't necessarily know if like the liking on instagram thing actually means anything I don't even think he's liking. I just, just think discovery. he's got that discovery. Well, presumably page. And you know he's what on discovery. He's been searching. Yeah, yeah, he's been, searching. It means you've been liking and asking. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, true. You've been clicking a few things. Um, and I think you know, not not to put it all on her, but I think like it could be a projection of like some of the things you feel that you're then taking out mm. on someone who's doing something. Sounds like fairly it, asinine. Sounds like you're calling her ugly, Josh. She sounds mm. kind of pain to me. To be I, honest, you know, she's. I would never. I respect women. So, <laughs> look, this is a uh, this is a solutions based podcast. <laughs> Specifically, a entire solutions based segment. Baby, I think a baby girl is worried that she's slim thick and not thick enough. <laughs> wait, yet, wait. Yet is DMing us. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yet is DMing us off her iPhone. She clearly has the uh, financial capacity to afford a gym membership. Wow. Wow. That's real. That's real women blaming. Wow. Shit, that. Not only does she have the capacity Man to afford- Man comes back from spiritual Brazil with the perfect <laughs> body types and he's like fucking- not only, not only can she afford a gym membership, she probably got the pockets for a couple tan sessions. Wow. Under the bed. So your response to, I'm worried that my boyfriend likes- Thick like different skins. type of different I'm, type of I'm a skinny white girl message. Change yourself. It's change yourself. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Wow. Adapt to survive. Yeah? yeah, I'm not Charles Darwin. You got to you got to get with the times, baby. This is this is what it is. Or let's 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 pretend to be mature. Maybe he loves <laughs> you for what's inside, and these Instagram thoughts 
uh, cannot provide the warm love. Well, no, I mean, I just think it's a very different thing. I think like if your relationship is otherwise okay, don't allow it off because because man has a hobby on Instagram. Look, I think the other take for me is before before we like you guys provide a mature commentary is I think you should actually consider yourself lucky. I think you should okay. consider yourself lucky that Ooh. he's only able um, to search for. Uh, quote video girls and be very thankful that the uh, Russian thought economy has been destroyed huh. uh, by this war in Ukraine. I don't know if that's true though, by the way. I, I don't know how, but they, I've seen a couple they, they of Russian... They find a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, my Russian thought content has gone off a cliff in the oh, last few weeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I'm actually quite upset. I'm almost pro-Putin. But... Um, soundboard so well yeah uh listen i think you're i think you're overthinking it i think you're overthinking it and um why are you as, not taking concerns seriously? i am taking a concern seriously but i will say is as i'm gonna be vulnerable here as someone who has had their phone unlocked in the middle of the night firstly don't do that because it doesn't lead to good things was that like uh keypad code days or did she uh did she, did she, did she hold the phone over no, your face was, and get the face was, id no, this was pre-face id times. Right, cool, this, cool, was a, cool. this was a code untap she and it just leads to unnecessary problems that Without context. Yeah, if you're cheating. I obviously wasn't cheating. Um, don't try that. Uh, <laughs> Biting. <laughs> uh, just leads to problems. So don't unlock your partner's phone. However, like, there's the I had that happen to me once. And that wasn't even in, like, the era of, like, I don't even know if it was, I don't even think I had an iPhone at that point. It's mad. It's yeah. like you just end up drawing mad conclusions. Bro, getting woken up at six o'clock in the morning because you've got, bro. like, texts from some chick from work <laughs> who likes you and just doesn't know how to say no. But, as you say, it's, your missus thinks you've cheated. It's, it's nothing. Oh, it's Ooh. long. It's so long. Anyway, uh, firstly, don't unlock his phone in the middle of the night. You're only going to create your own problems. Secondly, like there's a difference between like him looking at women who are aesthetically pleasing uh, and being in love with you. Like he might be in love with you. You've been together three years. He clearly likes you. Like if we're going to be consistent, he's not going to ban you from looking at pictures of good looking blokes. We can revisit Rich's list of men he'd like to look like. <laughs> Um, like if, if you are willing to never look at a picture of those men again, sure, let's have a reason to bait. But look, him looking at other women does not mean that he doesn't like you. Sure. Just be more confident. Um, and, and, and confront him if you want. Say, listen, do you, do you have a type? Like if you're really into him, is it worth you getting tans in gyms? <laughs> it might be. Um, these things are available to you. Uh, but I think you're overthinking this we're one. We're not encouraging BBLs on this podcast, Johnny. Well, no, we're not. We're Al Natural we're here. Not. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never coming back. <laughs> no, there are there are natural receipts. There this are. This might be words. one of your Solutions. more mature responses to uh, relationship. Advice. Yeah, yeah. I'm a changed man since Brazil. I've become spiritualized. <laughs> I think I've seen real ass. I think she should go hammer time. In her own respect. Okay. Say more. Or go go smash out some lights. She needs to smash the shit out of her algo. Yeah. That's fucking right. With a bunch of men who have. All of the qualities that he her, doesn't have. the incumbent does not have. Yeah. Toxic mummy, let's go. And then leave her discover page open by, the, si by the side table. Yeah, Very yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. See how he takes that. Yeah. Fight fire with fire. Amen. Yeah. That'll end well. What if her Sometimes you've got to play these types of games in relationships. What if, what you if know, her... they're like, oh, you're only as able to cheat as your options. Look, man. I'm going to let you know. I've got options. I've got options, baby. Yeah. But what if her type <laughs> is him? Then it's even more pathetic. Just rattle him. Okay. Rattle him. Pretend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make, make your algo just do all kinds of Pete Davidson nonsense. Oh, yeah, yeah, Really yeah. get in his head. If he doesn't have tattoos, find a guy with tattoos. Literally. <laughs> Opposite of everything. If he's a short king, tall guy. Bang. <laughs> you know. If he's a gringo, you know. 
Latina. Latina. <laughs> I'm here. I think she should play fire with fire. Yeah. Yeah, I back that actually. I back that. I think she should actually, t- she should start telling him what kind of man she's into. Mm. Fuck the Instagram thing. Just go face to face. Don't, don't keep so beef like online. Just like watching TV and yeah, she's yeah. just like drooling over Dan Sinidris like, or something. Just start watching Top Boy and be like, they're all length. All, they're all length. Even though he's short. Where's Milorin? Do Shane. Even, yeah. <laughs> what's my man's name? What's the Scouser's name? Uh, what's his name? Cyrus. Mate, it's not Cyrus. <laughs> I like that name. Uh, shout out Cyrus from work. Shout out um, Cyrus from work. What's his name again? But bro, he's terrifying. He's fucking weird. Terrifying. Isn't he? Such a good actor. Like, but even, you should be like, even he's, he, I'd rather fuck him than you. <laughs> just get aggressive on the he thing. kids and that bitches. And, and I mentally rather, tortures them. I still rather sit on his face. And I would... R- <laughs> than yours. Me, little you. Yeah, fight fire with fire. Um, you got this, honey. Yeah, baby, you got this. Don't uh, worry about keep it. your submissions coming in. Um, and on the subject of relationship advice, Johnny mentioned him earlier, but rest in peace to man like Kevin Samuels. Relationship advice image consultant, guru, problematic king, um, who passed away unexpectedly at 56 years old after being found unresponsive in his home, um, a suspected cardiac arrest. Um, Don't really need to tell you what then happened on Twitter. He's clearly not the most popular person. He's popular to many, but he's Let's just say he's polarizing. No, I don't agree with incels. I think incels are a completely different bag. I actually think that there's quite a bit of value in some of the things he said. I just think his delivery as ever. Very little value. His delivery was fucked a lot of the time. Um, but irrespective, I've always known not to speak ill of the dead. Um, but apparently those rules don't apply to that little <laughs> platform that you guys frequent in very regularly. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he's um, maybe second to Margaret Thatcher in like post-mortem dragging. Oh. What? Wait, what? How do you know what they were saying about like Margaret Thatcher oh. after she died at the time? Oh, yeah, no, like me and well, mum. No, there, there was a big day on Twitter when she died. It was huge. Me and mum. When pop- did she, Margaret, when did she die? 2013. Yeah, me and mum oh, popped That's a what bo- it was around then. Me yeah, and mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Me and mum popped a bottle of champagne still. You actually did? Yeah, fucking yeah. I feel you. Shout Fuck out, that auntie. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. Mummy was, mummy was delighted. I didn't even know we had champagne in the house. I think she dusted the bottle off for <laughs> This is for special this occasions. Was, this is what we waited for this one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's sad to see, right? I don't think, um, I don't think his uh, crimes, so to speak, uh, have matched the punishment, so to speak, on Twitter. And I think if you don't have nice things to say about people who... You know, ultimately gave people a platform that they voluntarily came into, yeah. often paid him for his opinions. Um, he did his thing. He did his job. Was the delivery always good? Absolutely not. Um, was it similar to like if someone like Jordan Peterson or Joe Rogan died, right? Yeah. It's like it's speech oh, that's, that's not illegal, yeah. but it's just that a lot of people don't like it. And right? this is the problem. Like We need to have uh, a, a space for p- opinions that people don't like, right? As you said, Johnny, it's very, very easy to troll liberals and I think um I think Kevin Samuels was an example of that I'm not justifying and I don't want to like be on the fence at all I think I agreed with a lot of what he said oh my um, god I disagree but I also disagree I, I also disagreed with with many things that he said um and again it comes back to the delivery I, I'm a person who believes that you can say most things if you deliver them in the right way and I think his delivery sometimes especially for the entertainment aspect of it uh, left a lot to be desired. Dude's a loser. But, but, Dude's a loser. He's but, a black Jordan Peterson. Nah, fucking both. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go that far. Um, but I just. Oh, he's I, dead now. So I will like, say yeah, whatever, RIP. RIP to his family. I will whatever. say RIP. Guy spent. Guy spent. A, guy spent a built a late life career 
pretending to coach men about relationship advice and then died alone in a flat with no one to help no, him. No, I don't like that. You shouldn't say that. Well, why That's not? wrong. Why not? Because one hasn't got anything to do with the other. Well, the guy essentially... You get cholesterol, you can't really... Once you get that shit, you I can't reverse it. I had nothing to do with his capacity it. to not be alone. Right? If he was a nice person, he might not Yeah, no, alone. but there's a lot of people who are like, oh, you're telling women they're fat and then you died of cholesterol. Didn't say that. Didn't make that point. I know you didn't make that point, but it's, it's along the lines. It's not about his... Nothing that he did in, in his life has anything to do with how he died. I think so it's deep the, irony. the link, the link is, is... Deep irony in, in making money out of saying women ain't shit and then dying on your own. He wasn't... Who, who's to say he was on his own? He quite literally died on his own. Yeah, because he was at his job. He, he was at his job. At his job, he was in if, his flat. If, if your housemate leaves your house to go shopping... Housemate, guy's 56 years old. Why has he got a housemate? Are you, guy lived are you deliberately trying to not to catch my point or what? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. <laughs> the point is, he could have had a missus, he could he have had a family. But he didn't. But you don't know that. But we do know that because it's come no, out in the press. No, you don't know that. We do know that. It's come out. I mean, this is what happens when he has too much rum in it. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Um, R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. And stop trolling millionaire, soon-to-be billionaire rappers about their kids on Instagram because Drake will follow your missus. Oh, yes. And then she'll have a fucking big decision to make. Toxic Jewish king. To preserve your dignity and honor. Toxic Be Jewish nice king. on socials because Drake will follow can. your missus. And then she's moving mad. And then she moved mad. She's posting moving up like, mad. hey, champagne party. <laughs> I hope he runs through it. Be nice. I hope he runs through it. Don't talk about my kid on Instagram. I will follow your missus and I'm prettier <laughs> than you and richer. I, I, I fully hope that, I fully hope she gives it, I fully hope she gives it to Drake because guys who've been like tweeting shit on Main, firstly deserves to be done for tweeting shit on Main. We all have a burner account for tweeting shit. Um, but just for tweeting shit online generally, you deserve, you deserve for your wife to have a good weekend away with Drake. Shame. <laughs> and Yeri Mina. Oh boy, I'm not getting involved in this one. <laughs> this this one's a rich. While only, I'm here, it's a rich only topic. Um, <laughs> maybe out. maybe a, maybe a topic for another day. Coming given out. given my co-host and our guest are two white men who probably don't know much about cake soap and skin bleaching. I was about to say coming out paler than Josh. <laughs> There's only one thing worse than a black man who wants to lighten his skin from which is, black. Which is? To lighter than black. Which is? It's a man who lightens his skin and not only looks worse, but also just looks fucking ill. He looks very... It, yeah, it's giving leukemia. You look <laughs> mad. Vibes, cartel, skin, routine, plan. Yeah, it's not ideal. Papi, you need to stop it. And this is a message... To all of my beautiful black people, your skin is your treasure. Do not bleach the thing. Amen. I beg. Amen. It's looking fucking crazy. The European standards of beauty have never applied to us. We have our own standard of beauty, and that is the way we will continue in Jesus' name. Amen. Is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> I love how you guys had nothing to say. No, I'm not getting old. I've, I've done this podcast 41 episodes. I don't want to keep my mouth shut. It's really fucking crazy, guys. It's really crazy. And by the way, it doesn't just happen in black culture, right? Like oh, there's, Asians there's do it all Asian the time culture. Well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, you drive around Bangkok and there's like 15 story tall billboards yeah, 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 yeah. on like whitening cream. It's so fucked. Like, I heard that like Colombians are the most likely of the South Americans to do this shit though. So, I, didn't, I didn't know what was behind that. But. So, so Colombia has the largest uh, population of like Black, yeah, you would, one would say African-looking yeah, yeah, yeah. um, population in South America. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there are quite there are quite a few in the north of Brazil. So there's um, Salvador de Bahia is a city with a lot of African culture, but like 
given that Brazilians are kind of seen as different from the Spanish-speaking Latinos, Colombians and specifically the West Coast of Colombia has like the largest black black uh, population within Latin America. So mm -hmm. that makes sense. Bet, bet, bet. And on, on the subject of uh, new music, uh, two albums that you need to listen to. Uh, one is from a UK rapper, one of our best. His name is Nux. He's just released an album called Alpha Place, which you all should check out. And Jack Harlow. Do you like? Do you guys like Jack Harlow? He's I like, really like Jack Harlow's tune. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've, I don't think I know a single Jack Harlow tune. His album has dropped today. It's called Come Home, The Kids Miss You, which for me is one of the top five album titles in the last 10 years. What are the other four? Uh, didn't really expect that question. Nope. You know when people just say that and don't expect people to <laughs> yeah, challenge so now you're you. You know, we just say top five. In, in Please, my, what are the other uh, four? In the last 10 years, I would say... Uh, rattled, visibly no, rattled. No, 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 no. What a Time to Be Alive, Drake and Future. One. What a Time to Be Alive. Uh, I would say... I don't have another three, but thanks for that, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do your homework next time? I will. Um, I won't throw away phrases like that just, just for free yeah. uh, around you. Come Josh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank again, you. Always so. a pleasure. Anything to plug? Anything to... Absolutely not. Just, no. you know, just hit up the Jewish Chronicle. Just hit up the Jewish Chronicle. Follow <laughs> yeah. me on Twitter. But specifically whatever. the Jewish Chronicle website. The paper's <laughs> fucking useless. Follow him on Twitter so Elon does not attack the blue yes. tick. Yeah, first they he came needs for them. the blue ticks. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. And it always ends with Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to add, Johnny, before we wrap up? Protect the Jew tick community. I don't know. I stand with my... Uh... Do you say the Jew tick community? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you again to everybody who has been streaming this thing. 30,000 streams across all platforms is a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. for a, for a, a third a, of Wembley. Yeah. For that's a kind of guessed. I, didn't, I actually didn't know that number before you yeah, said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty so sick. For a small little podcast um, that's doing with bits no quietly. Marketing. <laughs> with no marketing. Um, we'll get there. And uh, yeah, we love you. Keep spreading the good word. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Um, by the time you listen to this, we'll be halfway through the heat wave, baby. It's, it's mad that we're calling it like a heat wave and it's going to be like peak, I think, 22. Like it was no, it was, <laughs> it was no colder than 27 degrees in Rio the last yeah. couple of weeks. And that's a final final holiday plug. Yeah. Final holiday plug. Yeah, Check holiday content. Was, it looked dead, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. That's the real conversation. Is it that the holiday actually looked dead. Did it? But, you know, I guess you had to be there. So, some men don't get culture. Yeah. Anyway, big up. Nice one. Peace. Shalom. Ha <laughs> ha